2: We got a loaded show for you. I'm still recovering from finding out that Doug Karsh has never seen the movie Wedding Crashers. I can't believe he's a real person. Also, I've just discovered Roberto is heinously dyeing his beard. Now, aside from... (laughs) Aside from those two facts... You just just noticed? I try not to make eye contact with him. Today was... I just saw it. It was this regal shade of jet black, and I'm like... Wow. You did like the Larry David thing to me. You're
3: staring at me. I go, what? You're like, something's different about it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. What's going on?
2: I don't know. Oh, your your beard looks like the Utah Jazz home uniform. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we can investigate that later. But Doug Carr's not seeing Wedding Crashers. That's like station suspension. Uh, that's unbelievable. We have to talk <laughs> about something did a deep dive on the movie diner. Okay, good for him. <laughs> so, we are going to do a topic. And this is I'm going to label it the parking meter. Cuz my parking meter's out. I'm done. I've had enough. I am eligible uh I need to move the vehicle. We have to have an uncomfortable conversation and I position it this way because Rico will be more level-headed than me. The topic at hand is something that used to be near and dear to my heart, and now largely I spite watch. I hate watch one of my teams. I think it is a program that is staler than weak old bread. I think it's a program that is long on history and short on talent. You got a Hall of Fame coach who got his pants coached off of him by a nobody last night. And once again, the very identity of said program, toughness, rebounding, we're going to run. Yeah, MSU don't do any of those. We got to have the Tom Izzo conversation because we are now in year four of total irrelevant basketball. TIB, they're irrelevant. Not ranked, not competing in a bad Big Ten, and frankly, about a 500 team. MSU lost 13 games, 13 games, 13 games, and this year it'll probably be, you guessed it, 13 or 14 games. Last night's loss to Minnesota was the most charming, soft, nonsense. Oh, I have different words for it, but they'd get me fired. It was crap. So I want to ask the question, because every time you bring this up, oh my God, can you believe what they said about Lord Izzo? What do you mean what we said talked about his record talked about the complete lack of NBA talent on this team talked about the fact that we used to be every four years we'd go to a final four now we're essentially run by Kenny Holland and it's just keep the streak alive that's all MSU basketball is now some stupid streak where you get to be some teams wet wipe in the NCAA tournament it's garbage. Oh, my God, but he's a Hall of Fame. He is, and he is the best coach they'll ever have. None of it is applicable to what we're talking about. So tell me, people at large, Mr. R.L. Beard, the Prince of Moneyball, or SummerSlam, or whatever summer tournament you go to, and you tell me that Jackson Kohler's good. He was, until he broke his foot, Mike. Get a new one. I want to know. How much longer do we have? How much longer do I have to wait? Because all, the, you know what this looks like? It looks like a better human being version of Jim Bayheim All right, Tom doesn't pick his nose, and I'm pretty sure he hasn't hit anybody with his car. Other than that, it's pretty close to Q hoops. Awful. So I want to know is your parking meter empty like mine he could retire tomorrow and i would say build the statue name the court and let's get this program give it another swing is it running low like look legend love him but i, I i'm going to give it till next year or are you doing the tra la la he could stay as long as he wants don't you remember 09 Where is your parking meter? Now, as Rico aptly told me via text last night, and he is factually true and emotionally correct, Tom Izzo's not going to retire on February 7th. That was factually true. But if you want me to get into the actual basketball, I can. It's garbage. Okay, here's the problem. You want to go, well... Blame Malik Hall. He missed the free throw. No, 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 no. Cat, tell him. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no. Now more than ever, I get to blame everything on the coach because he's the GM, the owner. He's fully funded. These are his mistakes. Making theirs on the court. Here's an idea. Malik Hall should have been told, you don't have to stop playing basketball, but you can't play here anymore. He's not an all-American caliber wing. He's not an all-Big Ten caliber player. Do you know what a Blue Blood program would have told him? Sit, Matty Sizzoko, I know. Tough, tough story. Amazing story that you're even here. Do me a favor. Look up the word Kalamazoo, and that's where you should be playing. Carson Cooper should be driving a tractor. He plays 20 a night. This is a lousy product. And oh, by the way, all the freshmen Tom recruited can't play. Can't play. Cohen Carr has no discernible basketball ability other than dunk button. Xavier Booker can't play. Bob Dedrick Normand or whatever his name is, red shirt doesn't play. Doesn't even know if it's a real person. Might be a COVID cardboard cutout. Garrett Whatever. Could be Greg Norman, for all I care. And Jeremy Fears got shot in the leg. But he wasn't an All-American before that incident took place. They stink! The program is stale. It's week-old Italian bread. You could kill somebody with it. So parking meter. I'm out. I just, I can't watch it. It's garbage. They're soft. They're outside the top 200 in rebounding, offensive rebounding, made threes, pace of play. It's awful. Here's where I'm
4: shocked. I'm shocked that you're this passionate about it. I mean, so, no, 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 seriously. Like, how many times have you said, I'm done, I'm not watching, it's on Peacock. I'll never let go, Jack. To... Right. And so I'm, I'm... <laughs> just – The fact that you have this emotion – You know who did this to me?
5: I'm a horse football coach right I have
4: no joy. Nothing that wears green is joyous. I'm just like I have rea—I realize this team is who it is. Garbage. And when they win, oh, okay. When Look they lose, you. you're like, oh, okay. It's Mike, that's it's, apathy. You've reached apathy stage. It, it's, it's you getting mad at Heath Bar because he barks. That's what dogs do. No, it's only they when he does it bark. at the fence. There's a difference. They bark. Okay, cats Cookies, his cat meows and purrs. That's what cats do. This team, it's mediocre. But it's on him. It's you flip a coin and you get good MSU, you get bad MSU. Here's bottom
2: line. Year four being totally irrelevant, and now it's a program that just hopes to make the tourney. And that's not what, good that, enough. That's, that's not what good they enough.
4: It used to be if you came to Michigan State, you could expect a final four once in your four years. It was everybody except for Appling and Payne. Every other player made it to the Final Four. And then all of a sudden, you become the Red Wings, where it's just the streak of making the tournament. And you know what I mean? Come to Michigan State, and we'll let you play. Here's the sad reality. Under Izzo, these last four years, he has allowed Dubar to slip from Final Fours and championship banners to if you come here and we play good enough, maybe, just maybe, if we catch a break, will make it out of the first weekend of the tournament. That's a success. I'm shocked you don't put up the final, I mean the Sweet 16 banners anymore. Because last year was looked at as a success. Wow, you lost a, you know, a double overtime game to Kansas State. Ooh. But you didn't follow it up this year. Because this year you started off number four overall and you crashed and burned. He's done a lousy job. Say yeah. it. 37 and 35, Mike, Mike, just 37, said. no, not you, I'm oh. saying people.
2: It's okay, no, I'm projecting you're oh. caught in the crossfire. Okay. I, it's okay for someone to be a legend and also be currently bad at their job. Say it. Oh, but Tom didn't miss the free, no, Tom assembled this
4: mess. Cassius Winston covered up for what the ugly reality was. Well, the, no, no, and you want it, last night, you know who else has been covering up? you saw what happens when he no. leaves the game. Tyson Walker. Tyson Walker. Hey, is Tom aware you can use a timeout when the other team's on a run? He admitted. He made a big mistake last night. I, I, you know what? And I I know it doesn't help, uh, but at least I'll give him credit. He realized I should have called a timeout at that moment. Where's your parking it meter? It was all slipping Where's away? your parking meter? I,
2: out of juice, little bit left, or I just fed the meter. He's a legend. Stay as long as you like.
4: I got a little bit left. You got a little left. I got a little left. How much how much time? Probably we talking a
5: quarter's at... worth?
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're probably looking at something's probably going to happen within the next 2 years.
2: Oh, yeah, no. See, I'm I'm past that.
4: Uh, if the, if if the assistants don't
2: change, if the roster construction doesn't change, if he can't find a way to recruit see, freshmen no, no. who can actually play
4: don't change. See, well, here's what happened, Mike. He doesn't do the the one and done freshmen so you're not going to get that Kentucky-type guy. Mm. The reality is after he he had the super class with, with Miles and Cassius and Lankford and all those guys and Nick Ward followed it up with you know, X and Jaren, his classes after that fell off. And what you're seeing is the byproduct of just upperclassmen who are role players. Oh, and he won't use the portal. Well, he did, but then he stopped. He went half wet. You went out there. You had Joey Hauser. You had Tyson Walker. Two of your best players, two of your best scores came from the portal. You didn't recruit them initially. Well, he did ha- Hauser, but he got them in. And then he just said, you know what? I'm proving a point. I'm not going to use the portal. So you proved your point. It's time to go. So. There. You proved your point. You're
2: 70. You don't want to do it the way it needs to be done. That's not a crime. You've earned the right to enjoy your life yeah. and a vacation. Goodbye. He gambled on his big men, and he is losing. I just, oh, also, shout out running the weave. Can't get enough of it. (laughs) Hey, here's another one. Hey, the other team's doubling Malik Hall. Do you know what our counter was? There was none. Okay. Because you don't have to guard the five on our team. We got a dairy farmer, a dude with milk crates for hands,
4: and then whatever on earth Jackson Kohler is. The fact that they were doubling Malik. I laughed the first time I saw that. I, I couldn't believe whoa, it was real. Wait, are they doubling him? Yes. And then they did it again. I was like, wow. would they think it was Obi Toppin at Dayton? I, I, I'm like, I guess should, if you're Malik, are you? I guess you're happy. They think I'm a threat. So
2: let's ask the question. Look, there is no firing. That's not what it is. But what I can't do is when, like, okay, there's going to come a point where Dan Campbell will have his life cycle near an end as the Lions coach. And you're going to hear from people going, but, but, look at what he's done for us. Like, it's a charity. A man can be appreciated and be a legend. You know, it's the line in Mad Men. Well, y-
4: you don't say thank you. That's what the money's for. What you don't want is for it to go the full route of Mark Antonio, Bayheim. Beheim. Yeah. Where all of a sudden it's just. And we're here. You remember the good old days. I- When you're talking, like, yeah, you know, I remember, you know, when we won that title. Here, have
2: fun with this. Count the days back to the day we beat Zion to go to a Final Four. How many days has that been? How many years has that been? Five, going on five. Mm. Okay. So, like I said, I'm done.
4: Whatever happens, happens. I can't keep doing this to myself because I I give you the the 2020 COVID class because it was COVID. It was weird recruiting, but you didn't follow it up. Like, you didn't bring any players. Now, this here's the reality. The reason why I'm giving it a few more days because he did pick it back up. I know you're not big on Booker, but even Booker and his people will tell you. They never thought that they were that's like fine. one and done type of thing. No, no, he that's knows.
2: Fine. I need development. The point I'm making is and I fear you. Caught,
4: I mean, he literally caught a
2: stray. I understand. But it's a bottom line game. You got the portal. You got your players, you've got recruiting, you have to put a product out there that is commiserate, forget about the salary, with your status. MSU's no longer a blue blood. We're not. You can't go five years. You can't lose a combined 50 basketball games in four seasons.
4: He's turned into Tennessean in football.
2: Right! I'm sorry. Like, I know Michigan fans are like, wait, that's not how this works. You're a blue blood forever. No, not in the real world. Welcome to Speaker City. Like, this is what it is. There's no NBA talent here. There's no product worth watching. Now,
4: can you get back to a blue blood? Yeah, look at UConn. UConn fell off and came back. Then
2: I suggest he get to work on it. Where is your parking meter at with Michigan State basketball and Izzo? There's no enemies here, no one dislikes him. Or oh my god, I love everything he's done. But there comes a point where if you're not going to do what needs to be done, it's hey, probably time to go to the beach. Th- thirteen losses, thirteen losses, thirteen losses. Probably gonna lose fifteen this year. What do I? What? I'm not a bad person for saying
4: that. And you're still waiting for that big man to show up. Oh, please. Xavier Tillman shouldn't be the last big man that you had who's already on his second NBA contract. 17th kid. Read something.
2: He's no. Okay. no, 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 calm, calm no. No, no, no.
4: Done having kids. All right. Yeah, <laughs> apparently
2: we're done going to the final four. Are
4: you done? Yes. You sure? Yes. All right. Got it all out? Yes. All right. Crab cakes and football. All right,
2: All right. straight to the people. We're asking the question. What do you got left in the parking meter with Tom Izzo? Because his product is rancid. They're just nothing but a 500 team in the Big Ten over the last four years. There's not a shred of talent on this team. It's a roster he put together. He completely bungled his assessment of his bigs. He didn't use the transfer portal. And the freshman he recruited can't play. It's just facts. Sorry, so I, I no, don't I have anything saying, left if, in my meter. I'm just done. If he stays, he stays, he goes, he goes. I've largely become apathetic to the process. Rico has a little bit left in the parking meter, but say, it's big, not endless.
4: Yeah, big man talent, yeah, it's void it's of big man talent. I still like Tyson Walker. I still like Jay Nakins. But after that, it's a fall off. A.J. Hogard, I have no idea what he is. He can make the greatest play and the dumbest play in back-to-back moments. And it's like, why did you throw the ball out of bounds? And then he gives you the Tayshawn Prince look. like who, me? Yes. You, AJ. You're the one who had the ball in your hands. Tremendous. David, ticket text. Someone go to the calls.
5: My meter is out and my car is getting effing towed. I'm so tired of it. Someone says, I have a little left. I'm sick of the alpha players like Walker with a beta mentality and the beta players like Hall and Hogarth with an alpha mentality taking the last
2: shot. Oh, you you knew Hogarth wasn't making all three of those free throws. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, basically, you got a
4: collection of Allen Andersons on this team,
2: minus the Final Four. Anytime it's a big moment, they come up
4: small. Yeah, the, when when uh, Hall took that three-pointer, even the announcer was like, why did Malik Hall take that three? He didn't want to take it. You could tell. Right, but it, it was just like, you know it's bad when the announcer is just like, that's not his shot. Why is he doing that? Yeah, Malik Malik's great in the first half, second half. He knows his role. He passed up every 3 Minnesota wasn't even guarding him at the three-point line because they're like, you're not going to shoot it. David.
5: MSU, B-ball is ready for new blood. is the GOAT, but it's time for change. That is Ian in Clarkston. That's
4: where I'm at.
5: Mm -hmm. It's a
2: stale product. You can get offended if you like.
5: Uh, It it is. Well, Mitch in the car says, I just spit my energy drink out while driving and how Matty Sissoko needs to look up Kalamazoo.
2: It's the truth. (laughs) He's not a Big Ten player. Go play in the MAC. Put up 10 and 10. Go get a degree. Get three degrees. I don't care what you do. Get out of my life. Matty Sizzoko did the unthinkable as a big man. He traveled twice on a post-up.
4: How? He didn't realize he did it.
5: That was the thing. Like, you didn't even make a move first. You just took three steps. That's right. David. Mateus in Grand Rapids says, I give Izzo one or two more seasons. He has to go get some transfers this offseason. If nothing improves, then it's time to move on. How
2: about get new assistants? Anybody want to talk about that? Enough of the country club? How about we get some real assistants in here who have job prospects?
5: Mike in Chicago says, last night was my breaking point. There's always an excuse, but the facts are, this has been a mediocre program since Cash left. That's right. Turning off until this program shows me they can take this seriously.
4: And it's funny because... it, it's almost like the lion's free because I I tell people all the time, I tell this man, David, don't watch this game. Nah, don't watch it. It's just going to tick you off. I'll, I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. Can't get enough. I'll watch it because I already know my expectations are low. It'll be hard to disappoint me because they're not high. If you can finish the game and not get injured, fine. Yeah, but if your program has gotten to that, then that is pathetic. So it's next year and that's it for you, right? Yeah, this off season can you? Yeah, you got to go out and get some. If next year is it.
2: another twelve loss season,
4: no meaningful run, no competing for the Big Ten, and the product isn't even remotely enjoyable to 70 watch, seventy is a
2: good number, good round number. Call it a day. All right, so you're you got one year left. I'm 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 all out of flowers. I've had it. Let's go to the people. We'll go to Mark ninety-seven one. Mark, what's going on, buddy?
6: Hey, Mike. Uh, usually calling to you about the Lions, but uh, I'm in my first year of a MBA program here at Michigan State, and when I came here. I felt like I was buying a blue chip stock at, like, its lowest price. You know, the university has dealt with a lot. And I walked into Mel Tucker, Can't Stop his Carrot. My board is putting our accreditation in jeopardy. You know, and then I was like, oh, wait, the basketball team's going to be really good. Oops. And, like, I didn't even park the car. I pulled up to check out. I left my friend in it. I was like, oh, I'm going to go see if this place is legit. And I, I, I like, I, I can't even invest into this. It's hard to be prideful right now. I mean, I see a good old school coach. That just has a mentality that isn't sustainable in today's age of basketball. So to answer your question, I mean, I'm, I'm out and I, n- I never even parked the car.
2: Yeah, no, Mark, listen, and I don't, I don't, I don't get people's reaction that if you criticize a legend, you're a bad fan. No, you're someone who calls it for what it is. This is a terrible product. This is it, a 500 it, it team in the like Big Ten over it. a four-year span. That's awful.
6: It, it's mediocrity, honestly. It um, I'm excited for what Jonathan Smith can do with football. I believe in what he's building, what he's bringing. But, like, I, I need more from the athletic components of the university. But I appreciate the call. Man, yeah. let me take my call. Thank
5: Mark, you. you got it, brother. Yeah.
4: I, I, and that's – Well, the funny thing is you talk about the staff, and I do think that you may need to go outside the family and bring in that person who has nothing to do with MSU, who will question, well, why are we doing it this way? Well, we always done it this way. Okay, but why are right. we doing it this we're way? We're in a different place, but we're in the same place. Here's what I mean. While Michigan
2: is substantially worse than Michigan State, my recommendation to both schools would be the same. You need to get as far away from your footprint as possible. The see, Michigan man thing or this whole Lord Izzo tapping his – I don't want to hear any of it. Oh,
4: you ta- Wait, you're talking about Michigan football? No. Oh, Michigan. Basketball. Yeah, well, see, I think Phil Martelli was that guy where all of a sudden it was – hey, guys, you know, I got a better way of doing this. And every time he coaches, if I'm a Michigan fan, I would feel good because this man knows basketball. Now, the only problem is his age is going to probably hold him back. But I think that Tom needs that voice that has nothing to do with Mateen or any J-Day or any of the old players, and he's going to bring a fresh pair of eyes and not always just, well, this is how we've always done it. This is how we did it under Judd. Just somebody new. So I'm with you on that. Clean it all out.
2: I've had enough. Uh, We'll get more of your phone calls. In fact, I'm going to Colin right now. Colin, what's going on, buddy?
7: Hey, Mike, how you doing? Thanks for taking the call. Yeah, Colin, what's up? So as far as, like, Michigan State is concerned, I'm pretty much out of juice when it comes to ISGO. If you look at, like, the last four or five years, we've had, like, every single year in January and February, the announcers on the broadcast are saying, like, Hey, do you think Michigan State is going to make the tournament this year? They're a bubble team. They're right on the brink, and it's like right. I just feel like, like what is it okay? The next two years we're going to be like an eleven ten seed, like maybe a play in. I just feel like we're running out of juice. He hasn't been able to utilize the portal. Blue, bo- we're a blue blood, right? But we can't attract anybody in the portal. It just. I just feel like things have kind of dried up there. Oh,
0: it's
2: not that you can't attract anyone. The coach openly decided he wasn't going to use it. Some weird point of pride. Even though two of the best players on the team, he got on the portal.
6: Mm -hmm.
7: Yeah, and, and, you know, he wants to do it the old school way, right? But he's always saying, like, oh, he hates analytics and he doesn't care about what the numbers say. And I just feel like, okay, well, it clearly hasn't worked over the last number of years. And you look at all these other teams that utilize the portal – and it's just like, okay, well, how come teams like Kansas and these other teams, UNC, like, they continue to be good, but then it's like Michigan State is just going farther and farther backwards.
2: No, because they have a better operation. Look, here here's what people don't want to hear, Colin. I don't really care. This is my view of it. You want to give it to us next? F it. Sure. So we're asking the question. Because I don't play favorites. How much juice is left in the parking meter as it relates to you as a fan with Tom Izzo and Michigan State basketball? This is another lost season, another year being completely irrelevant, and I think Tom Izzo is fully to blame for it. Always a legend, you can't say that. Well, oh, try me. Yes, you can. And this was the point I was going to make before Rico did the responsible thing and made sure we were timely. Now more than ever, college basketball coaches are the entire basketball operation. They're the GM, they're the agent, they're everything. The people you hire and delegate to are your responsibility. The players you do and don't recruit are your responsibility. How you do or don't turn your roster over on a year-to-year basis is your responsibility. And then the execution of using the portal is not a choice. It is a matter of how good you are at it. If you don't use it, you should be fired. Well, Tom chose not to use it. It was asinine. Again, his big men rotation is a dairy farmer, a dude with no functioning hands, a guy who is allegedly good but isn't, and then a dude redshirting. That's what we have. Okay, I watched Fred Hoiberg go find Rink Mask. Oh, by the way, the dude redshirting is a wing. He's not a big man. Oh, super. There you go. Even worse. So here we arrive. No, Tom can be blamed because unlike years ago, where you would recruit, develop, you would something. You would make mistakes in recruiting. It would happen. Guys wouldn't develop. All of that's been taken out of this. Oh, I didn't like the
4: year you had last year. Get out. Get out. Mm-hmm. So, and I think some of that is going to be the, one of the reasons why he leaves because Tom is a big loyalty guy, and that's fine. And I, and I think that could end up being to his detriment because he's loyal too much, and instead of just saying. I got to do what's best. It's well, this is a good kid. Well, enjoy the beach house, and I'm going to give him another chance. Right, and I'm not here for it. I
2: do view MSU basketball as a top ten program. I do view it as a blue blood. Yeah. I and because and of for Tom the Izzet. record,
4: before he broke his foot, he was good. Mike Kareem
2: Abdul-Jabbar,
4: and he actually thought like, well, I got Kohler coming in, and then he broke his foot, and it was like, oh dear God, I don't have a backup.
2: So that's why. I don't understand if people say, well, you can't blame him. He, he didn't miss the free throws. Malik Hall shouldn't be here. I don't care how tough you are off the court. We, and, and obviously, Malik's got a, a family situation that requires immense toughness and emotional drain. But last I checked, you guys wanted to get paid? Welcome to being a pro. Rico's got stuff. David's got stuff. Kenny's got stuff. You listening have stuff. Guess who doesn't care? Your employer. You are an employee of the school. You want that money? You want to drive that car? Play. And it ain't good enough. Guys like Malik Hall or A.J. Hogard, or much less Cooper, Suzoko, they never should have been welcomed back. And at a real place, they wouldn't have been. Bill Self might be a morally bankrupt scumbag, but Bill Self, he don't play. Gator don't play.
4: Like I said, they haven't had a big man since Xavier Tillman. Who? Just got traded to your Celtics. Super fertile. What? We got X? Yep. For real? Yep. For two second round picks. Ah, oh, dude, I don't like that move. I love it.
5: That's phenomenal. For a team chasing a championship? You got X. Got to trade second round picks. That's what I heard you do in the league now.
2: Yeah, well, the difference is if the Celtics don't have a second rounder through 27, they don't care. They're trying to get the Larry O'Brien. The Pistons not having a second-round pick till 2027 is another conversation.
4: guess I I have to go see some Boston Celtics games when they come down here.
2: Better call the daycare
4: centers. X is coming to town. (laughs) He's done having kids.
2: So was Cromartie (laughs) until he blew through that stop sign. Then came twins. Xavier Tillman's a force in nature. (laughs) I'm pumped, man. The C's got X. All right. Here's some good news, for you. There you go. <laughs> go to Kevin, 97.1. Kev, what's going on, buddy? How are you?
8: Well, Mike, in particular, I'm a little upset with you today, and I'm going to tell you why. Alan Anderson is somebody I tried to get out of my mind for a decade or more, <laughs> and you just brought him right back in where he doesn't belong. I'm sorry.
4: The free Um, throws
2: against Iowa. Crying Kevin Kevin's lap.
4: No, no, no. Kevin, think Alan Anderson the day he went a perfect, what, 10-for-10 shooting.
8: Do you guys want to just pour turpentine into my open
2: wound? We'll keep going. Kevin, you keep it moving down the road. Go ahead. Okay, thank
8: you. Uh, Scheme-wise, I'm so tired of the high pick and roll, 30 feet from the basket with Sissoko and Cooper. Neither one of them warrant being covered ever they can't hit a three, they can't drive the basket, and certainly they couldn't ever receive a ball thrown to them in the air to catch it and dunk it if that was even an option. So I, that gets double screened, uh, double doubled every time, and we just waste precious minutes on the shot clock yep. every time they do that. It reminds me of, like, De Antonio, where they did that little flip shovel pass. Remember early on, and everyone's was like, oh, yeah, that was a great play, and then you saw it, like, three years later, and you're like, please, don't ever run that again. Please stop. And then, yeah. So, and then Izzo, there's these guys that just say, you know what, I want a championship this way, and here's the recipe. And he does everything he can to try to replicate that. And he's gotten to the point where he's just tearing people down so he can make them tough again to get them ready for the end of the year. And, like, Tom, you could just go out and win games in the beginning. You don't have to do what you're doing every year to these kids and and wrecking Pierre Brooks and Gabe Brown and all these – guys that have some talent and you're just like tearing them up and just not getting the best out of them so i'm kind of tired of izzo if you if you can tell and and just like my dad i love my dad he's getting on in years he's not the same man he once was it doesn't mean he wasn't great at one time but uh you know at some point you got to Move to the right place for you and let the program
2: continue. Yeah, that's it. I mean, again, it's it's been a legendary run. It's been phenomenal. But when you when you lose fifty two games over the course of four seasons, if you don't think it's time to ask questions, then I just don't reside on the same planet as you. Rico and I have a right to ask questions. None of it is slanderous. Look at the product, and then go around America and watch basketball. And when you're jealous of Cutscene Baylor, or Texas Tech or Houston. I never thought I would be jealous of a man who wears a denim dress shirt. Got Here's Kelvin out the game. Here's Kelvin. Sa- well, that was me watching Peacock. <laughs> I,
4: was like, I was Kelvin Sampson. Was like, did he just walk out on the court? Yes, he did. While they were playing. He had up had 20. enough. He had had right. enough. It was almost as bad as the guy who mops up the floor at Michigan who was still on the court when the fast break came down. It was like, he's like, "Whoa, stop. I'm still out here." I was like, "Is that ter- Sampson?" Oh boy. At that point is when you grab the popcorn. This is about to be good because he just interrupted play. You know he's talking. Here's the thing. All seriousness, you shouldn't be excited because your team made it to week number two of the NCAA tournament. No. But state fans are now because most of the time you're bounced either in the first game, the play-in game, or the second game. Make it last year when they got out the first round. It was like, wow. This is what it was like. And they were all excited. It's like, no, that used to just be a rite of passage that the floor was the Sweet 16. You're going to make it to the second weekend. you got to make it to the Final Four weekend. Not anymore. It's, all right, well, if we can make it to the second weekend, that's a great season. Right. Well, when you're busy losing 13 games a year, it's harder to make the
2: second weekend. I'm not sure if people are aware of that. The regular season does matter. Big Ten championships do matter. Big Ten tournament championships. seating. All things we have
4: no right to lay claim to anymore. We're in the fourth straight year of being an also rent. Right, because here's the sad reality: if you were actually a good team, you would get to play games here at Little Caesars because there's going to be uh, the Midwest Regional right here. Yeah. Well, this was supposed to be that year. Yeah. This Instead, is you can see Purdue and Zach Eadie.
2: Rico, this is Izzo's greatest failing. Even if you think the preseason poll is fugazi, which it largely is. This was a team that a lot of people expected a lot out of. You had that ability to get games in Detroit this year. You had
4: this Ballyhooed recruiting class. Reality is, a, none okay. of them went were, we're splitting hairs, maybe second. Worst failing. What was the biggest one? The whole uh, Denzel, uh, Giddy Potts. Because that team was actually winning. That right. team actually won games. Right,
2: but they, they well, hold on. That team like won damn near 30 games. Right. But they then, were
4: really good. Right, they were supposed to win it all. I know, but the
2: tournament does happen. I mean, Giddy I, uh, Potts.
4: Stop it. <laughs> so I'm saying, yeah, splitting hairs. Yeah, but yes. Okay. It, I mean, it's bad. Giddy pots. David?
2: What was the guy's name with the male pattern baldness on that team? I forgot team? that name. Well, <laughs> was it uh, Upshaw? He looked like Keegan, uh Kean Peel
4: guy. <laughs> oh, the the the
5: Keegan-Michael teacher? Key. Yes, yeah, he yeah, looked
2: yeah. like the, the Balake. <laughs> right, Balak. He played for Middle Tennessee State on that team that beat State. What was his name? Was it? Look for, look at that team. It was a 2015 MTSU? Look, look for Upshaw. <laughs> Guy killed us. All right, great memories, isn't it? We'll get back to your calls in a short moment. But in the lead up to the Super Bowl, because at least this show talks about it. This is a segment we've hated, now we love again. It is called Super Bowl by the Numbers.
0: It's time for Super Bowl by the Numbers. No, 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 no.
2: No, no, no. Now, Roberto, or shall I say Blackbeard, how come you haven't graced us with your presence? Nope.
5: I'm not because because, I'm not because I this. am taking over the Super Bowl by the numbers today. Wait
2: a minute. Where is the newly minted jet black Roberto Bocheng? <laughs> Super Bowl by the numbers and hair dye.
5: The black beard is taking a break today. Monster He's taking by, a break Just today. for men.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like we
4: wouldn't <laughs> notice. My goodness!
2: Yeah, I All noticed
5: right. it last week. He, uh, he thought I he did, gonna...
4: but I thought it was like, okay, a little subtlety, okay. But now it's he like went he... Brian Wilson. Right. And i ain't talking about the Beach Boy. <laughs> Go
5: ahead. So let's get into the game a little bit with these numbers. I'm going to give you a number. You don't have to guess it. I will just talk about it. First I have a number big one. will be eighty million. Eighty million is the number that Jawan Taylor received in the offseason. Casey signed him for a four year. 80 million dollar contract here's the problem for (laughs) casey he's taking the most penalties in football Taylor has allowed five sacks 47 pressures while committing 20 penalties which is overwhelmingly
2: and got away with about 17 more that weren't called week one against the lions when he lined up offside the the timing was
4: off just a touch but yeah by the numbers
5: what's what's important about the number of course we talked about the penalties but it's what Bosa has already done. We know he moves around on the line, but he's already set it up this week with the quote, the Chiefs tackles had a lot of penalties this year. Oh, yeah. A lot of holding, so he's setting it up for the game.
4: By the number. I, you know what? And I, I did realize, I heard that. They are basically telling the referees, watch out for this. They cheat. They are offside. They hold. They're not that good, so please throw the flag. So Paul, I thought it was, was
2: good game to Phil Jackson. Show.
4: A little bit of, uh, you know, reffing in the media.
2: Go ahead, David. By the numbers.
5: The next number. Super Bowl. By the numbers. Is 27. 27. It's Is, still wet. 27. Okay. Uh, you don't guys have to retu- guess oh, I
4: was about to say guys returning back to
5: the Super Bowl. No. Oh. No. The Chiefs run defense. No, okay. no, no. No, yeah. no, no, no. The Chiefs run defense ranks twenty-seven. In the NFL, while San Fran finished second in rushing efficiency, you should be happy as a 49er fan. That will help you in this game. Listen, as
2: far as the game goes, and Friday will be our, you know, fun preview, everything points to the Niners except one thing. Quarterback. They got Michael Jordan over there. Mm -hmm. And you bet against Mahomes as a dog, you go broke. (laughs) So...
4: By the numbers, everything would suggest the Niners. Right. It it suggests to me that Christian McCaffrey is your Super Bowl MVP. You just – now, here's what I'll say. Even when they were down to the Lions' 17, they stuck to the game plan. They didn't abandon it. They didn't say, we're going to go out here and just play 7-on-7 football. They ran the ball, which tells me no matter what, they're going to keep running and keep running until McCaffrey finally pops one.
5: Super Bowl by the number I am so glad Mike you mentioned Michael Jordan on the other side there for Kansas City because the next number is zero Patrick Mahomes hasn't had one turnover worthy play in the playoffs holy so he's overdue not that he hasn't turned the ball over not a worthy play that could have been a turnover nothing in this game Here's interesting, though, on the other side. Mm. The 49ers were tied for fifth in takeaways this season, tied for first in forcing interceptions. Something has to give, doesn't it?
2: Yes. The Niners' takeaways, it's something, because they don't blitz a lot.
5: Correct.
4: They bait you.
2: And they don't change up coverages a lot. They'll do some. But yet, it's their efficiency, and it is this turnover creation. You, and you're facing a quarterback who, well, he ain't going to do that.
4: You think it's open, but it's not. And all of a sudden there's a snatching it out the air.
2: Can I offer you something by the numbers?
0: Super Bowl by the numbers:
2: 5,984. you know what 5,984 would mean? Let me just offer it. Passing that is, yards? No, that is the distance. Between Tokyo and Las Vegas, with which Taylor Swift will be flying to this game to see her boyfriend. And according to certain media reports today, not me, certain reports today, she may be asking the NFL to pay for that flight. you imagine you're a billionaire and you want a free flight, huh? Isn't that how
4: you become a billionaire? You don't pay for nothing. I'm pretty sure it'd be selling about a billion records, but okay. Because I guess she realizes, guys, if... If you just show me landing, look what I've done for you. People are going to watch that. If you show me getting into the limo, getting to the game, people will watch your pregame show because there will be a lot of folks with eyeballs glued. Oh, my gosh. She's here. She's here. So, but I did see she wants people to stop tracking her flights. She's not even that good. I just don't get it. Oh my God! Who said that? I'm
2: not that's mad Kenny. about it. I that's, just that's don't. Kenobi. Cop. That's Kenobi. Cop. He does not represent the rest of this show. Hey, what's the number seven represent? By the numbers. Hmm.
5: However many seconds it's gonna take for someone to rip Kenny for what he just said. <laughs> Close.
2: The amount of vials of just for men Roberto has injected into his face. <laughs> By the number. No. Okay. no. No, no, calm, calm. no. No, no, no. David, more Super Bowl by the numbers, please.
0: Oh,
5: my Super gosh. Super Bowl
0: by the numbers. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: oh,
0: my god. His gosh. beard
2: looks like the dude from Star Trek. Oh. <laughs> Look at that. Johnny
4: happy Jonathan Frank.
2: Happy 21st birthday, Robert.
5: <laughs> David, please. <laughs> Oh my gosh. By the number. This is probably a strength on strength here. The number is 12 and 1. 12 represents Kansas City has blitzed the 12th highest in the league. And Party ranks number one in both EPA per pass play and success rate when it comes to being blitzed. Oh Strength on yeah. strength. Another one. What gives?
4: Yeah, I think he's thrown like 14 touchdowns when blitzed.
5: Correct. By the number, everything points to the
2: Niners except Babe Ruth on
4: the other side. See, for me, you're right. I, I would just make sure you're double team Kelsey with your best corner. I'm not worried about any of the receivers. You mean future Detroit Lion Legarius Sneed?
2: By the number, David. And, and I will finish Super
0: Bowl, it. by the number.
5: With this number, because this may not look good for you, Rico. What's the number? Fifteen point six
4: average passing yards per play.
5: Nope. The Chiefs defense has allowed just 15.6 points per game through 20 games this season. That's the lowest average for any Chiefs defense under Andy Reid since the entire 2013. Season? Entire season. All their games. That's you have a great offense here, but they seem to have a great defense.
4: Yeah, I mean they, they jump ahead and they just squeeze you and they force you to go one-dimensional. Uh, also, quick update, Super Bowl, by the numbers, the number
2: one, that would be the amount of people trapped on top of the sphere right now, because uh, some is. idiot has climbed up on that thing and doesn't know how to get down. How? I, do I don't know. By the number. <laughs> I mean, the thought process to climb the sphere, seven tubes of just for men in your beer. <laughs>
4: Can't you just leave him up there?
2: No, you can't. He'll roast up there. It'll be like a rotisserie chicken.
5: You know? It's it's, it's getting hot, man. It's (laughs) it's getting to the middle of the day. It will heat up very soon.
2: And that is the Super Bowl
5: (laughs) by the numbers.
0: Super Bowl by the numbers. Call from mom.
2: Answer it. Call silenced.
9: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Also, welcome back,
2: 3 o'clock. Tremendous of uh, Commander Riker to join us on the show today. Roberto, old Blackbeard over there. (laughs) My God. Straight up OD'd on the Just for Men. (laughs) Holy
4: hell. Lasting for a while.
2: It looks like Dr. (laughs) Richard Kimball. All right. Oh, my God. Somebody's dying their hair and eating oranges. It's just Peter Pan right here off that pipe. Now, here's what we're going to do. We will get to the Pistons trade in a little bit. But we started the show with something, and it's got great traction. And it doesn't matter whether you're a fan of this team or not. The prevailing question is, how patient do you need to be with a legendary coach? Any sport. Any time frame. And if he's a legend, it means he has done legendary things for you. The person in question is Tom Izzo. Because Michigan State basketball is now in its fourth straight year of being completely irrelevant and largely unwatchable. They're awful. There's no talent here. And Tom Izzo is the owner, CEO, GM, coach, agent, all of it. Nothing happens there that doesn't hit his desk. You don't get to have a cute name tag on your office, unless it does. Well, when the big chief decides this is what he wants to get done, this is what gets done. If he doesn't want to go to the portal, they don't go to the portal. Well, last night they went and lost a garbage game at Minnesota. They're now perfectly 500 or game under 500 in the Big Ten. And since Cassius Winston left, they are a 500 program in this conference. And I'm done. Like, I don't have the patience for this. Yeah, six and six, but, and the Big Ten's bad.
4: Can well, we just say no, it? no, it, no, no, Mike? They only may get six teams in the tournament. Now, here's what's going to happen: is you're going to people saying, "Well, but they're favored in every game for the rest of the Big Ten season, yeah. minus Purdue." They were favored is... last night too. You know what, Mike? Not being a hey, Richard. You know sorry. What? You know what, buddy?
2: You earned this. My bad. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> I'm projecting, but I, I've, I've done. We've done the parking meter. Where is your parking meter with Tom Izzo and Michigan State basketball? Mine's empty. I'm out. He could retire now. I'd be like, go enjoy the beach, man. But it's time for new blood. This thing is stale. Or he can double down and stick around, but I'm going to hold it to the same standard. If we're not a top 10 program, I'm not interested. You you know what? Yeah, in many ways, he's a victim of his own success. Well, cry me a river. That's what the money's for. So I, I I'm out. Like, I can just, I have no more patience left. Rico, you're saying he has this offseason to completely reshape this thing, and whatever next year's product is, you are going to
4: ride with it. If it's this again, he's 70, it's time to go. Yeah, it may be time to go, but ironically enough, it, it goes back to how you're saying about his assistant coaches, because I look at the players, because he he has stepped up his game in the last couple of recruiting classes. It hasn't been like the A.J. Hogarths that class. Ironically enough, you got you know you're bringing in Jace Howard, Jason Richardson's son, is coming in next year. Plus, but he still needs a big man. He does not have somebody can give you ten points, ten rebounds. That's what's missing. I'm not asking for you to go out and get a hundred Dickinson, twenty and ten. Oh, see, I am. Can you at least give me ten and
2: ten? No, 10? I'm, I'm asking you to do exactly what Bill Self does. I'm asking you to do exactly what Hubert Davis does. I'm asking you to do what. Danny Hurley does. I'm asking you to operate a power program. And if you're not willing to or un- incapable of, please go to the beach and go enjoy your life. Because this is nonsense.
4: Yeah. No, so you can ask for 10 and 10. I'm Somebody out. who can just rebound. Nope. Hang out down low. You could dump it in there. They have a post move. I mean, geez, when you start sitting there thinking of the glory days of Gavin Schilling, it's been a long time. So
2: 248 539 and if you don't give a rip about college basketball, that's just fine because the topic is bigger than that. How much patience should a fan show a legend? To me, this is four straight years of completely unacceptable performance. Yeah. And Tom being stubborn and not going to the portal.
4: We're good. We're done here. Because then you start thinking like the D'Antonio. Yeah, he was, at, he was at the top. He fell off in 16. You thought 17, he bounced back. He won 10 games. Okay, and up, uh, crashing off the cliff, 18, 19. Rico's parking meter's low.
2: Mine's empty. David, I mean, again, you can use this with anybody you want. You don't have to care about Michigan State. But if you can set aside bias, look, it is what it is. You can both say he's a Hall of Famer, factual, But you can also say the program is in a state of complete mediocrity. And a lot of people, Rico included, people I know,
4: apathy is setting in. Because somehow, Mike, the bar got lowered, and I don't think any state fan realized it. Where it used to be, everybody who played for four years, you went to the Final Four. And now it's everybody who comes to Michigan State where you're going to get to go to the tournament. That shouldn't be the bar. That shouldn't be the end game. No. But they have become almost addicted to the streak. Well, we got to keep this thing going. And trust me, in a few weeks, you're going to see on TV when they show the stuff. Tom Izzo, thanks to Kansas and all, you know, their games being vacated. Izzo is the coach with the longest streak in the tournament. That's all you are. It's like the wings at the end when they. We just got to make the playoffs. Just are you going to win it? No, but we made it. Are you going to win the tournament? No. But we made it again, year 27. Go ahead and cross that off. And that's exactly what I'm not interested in. So if that makes me a bad fan, tell me. Yeah, I mean, like 2020 COVID, okay, yeah, it was a bad year. At that point, I was like, okay, just keep the streak going, bounce back. And then choke the game away to UCLA. But this is all you've been doing. And like last year, I shouldn't be that excited because you beat Marquette. And made it to the second round. I mean the third round. You know what's weekend. funny? Shaka Smart. I'm not to nerd out. Remember that first run at
2: VCU? Mm-hmm. Made his name? Hasn't been out of the first weekend of the tournament since. Nine straight first weekend exits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Cool story, bro. No, no, no. 248
4: 539 That was a fact that I knew, but yeah, it's- I got you.
2: David, what's your take on it? Parking meter.
5: It's it's with what with what Rico just said. When you can say every four years you've gone to the final four, but now you can't say that anymore. It's it's well, we made the tournament. You can't have a program that was that high, now become that low. You can't that can't happen under your watch. You have to adapt. And because you haven't adapted, the meters run low. Meaning I'm now ready for you to leave now. It's it just is what it is.
2: Or you've become apathetic. Listen, no one is running Izzo out. That's not how this game works. This is about, as a fan, how much more time do you
4: give before you're like, why, why? before you stop
2: watching? It just made no sense to me a few
5: years back, and he's still there doing the same thing. Yeah,
4: you start saying, yourself, this isn't fun anymore. No. This is work. This is pain. This is anger. This is a whole lot of emotions, but it's not where it used to be where you looked forward to, okay, State's about to beat this team down. Now it's can we maybe win this game? And that's how it feels when you go in. And David, I lowered that bar. I, I don't have high expectation. I, I told you I'd reassess the team when Kohler came back and he looked like a guy who just broke his foot. So you know what? It stayed low for me. And I've told people like, oh, well, this does like right now, this team is somewhere between a seven seed and an 11 seed, depending on how they finish the season out. You're going to end up losing to either a one or a two in the in the second round of the tournament, and that's it. Your season's going to be over. Here's the
2: other thing, too, from a quality quotient standpoint. Look, outside the top 200 in any category, I damn near care about rebounding. You know, defensive metrics. Pace of play is is 298th in America. They man, oh, but they shoot the three, do they? Because they're outside the top 200 in made three. Here's the thing: the
4: pace of play works. If you play great defense and you can get turnovers and now it's just you, it's Virginia basketball. You suffer. It's Baylor when they won. Houston. You suffocate people. Houston? This? Yeah. But you love your Houston? No, I, I'm going to get you a Houston jean. I, 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 Kelvin <laughs> Sampson edition <laughs> denim dress it.
2: Listen, reality is if you want to watch Michigan State basketball of old, watch Houston. Yeah. Because this program has lost its complete
4: spinal identity. There yeah. is no toughness. And it's funny because I, no I guess. No rebounding. They're soft as Charmin. I guess Samson kind of took what he learned in the Big Ten and took it to Houston, and they were not used to Right, but you're right. It is what MSU used to be. So, yeah, you could play a slow down game if you're going to lock down your opponent and do nothing. Like, what, Virginia won 60 to 38 the other night? They like bombed wow. Miami. It was yeah. Four, yeah, but again, I don't want to play that way. I really don't. You know what? I'll take that way if it means you're winning
2: the game by 22 points. 2485399797. We'll get your ticket text and I'm getting your phone calls in and then we're going to move on to other things today.
10: I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites.
2: Straight to the people. How much time's left in that parking meter? for Michigan State basketball and Tom Izzo. and Michigan, you're on the clock tonight. I mean, Juwan Howard needs a win like anger management and oxygen. And Wisconsin's coming to town like a goldfish in a leaky bag. Yeah, that works too. Let's go to
3: Jim ninety-seven one. Jimmy, what's going on, buddy? Hey, hey guys. You know, I'm like you, Mike. I'm done. Um, i i try i was really looking forward to this season after the football season i'm like god you know right fourth or whatever they were in the three season everybody's coming back um I, I i was really looking forward to this and i have got to a slow start so they'll pick it up now i'm to a point now is i don't even know if i want to make the make the tournament and the fact that maybe there'll be a change if they don't make the tournament um it how can you how can the, the, the post players on this team are so bad and I'm watching at the end of the game, it's saying Cooper's still in. And I'm like, what are they – I don't understand why I watch other game, other teams. Mike, maybe you can explain this to me. Here we sure. go. And I watch, I watch other games, and I watched Kentucky or I watched Duke. or last night, a freshman ate us up last night. Why don't we ever have a freshman that can give minutes and play? Is it because Izzo doesn't believe in them? I, I really irritates me because we had the, one of the best recruiting classes, one of the top five this year, and not one freshman has contributed that much this season. And that's not that's not that shouldn't be that way. You're telling me that Booker is not better than Cooper? That's I have a hard time with that. When this kid is supposed to be ranked in the top ten in the country.
4: Well, Jim, yeah.
3: The
4: Go rank- ahead. No, no, no. The rankings aren't always what they seem, and. Booker can't play defense. There's really no other What's way. What's Roberto around. doing up on TV? <laughs> Stop <laughs> it, Ryan Day, folks. <laughs> Sorry about that, Jim. Even Ryan Day <laughs> thinks Roberto took the, the beard uh, a little aggressive. Booker can't do defense. Now the problem is, I, I do believe by the time of the Big Ten season, right now, I do think Jeremy Fears would have been the starting point guard if he hadn't gotten shot. He was about to take that job away from AJ Hogard, and I think AJ mm-hmm. knew that. But then things happened in Chicago one night and we're back to AJ. Now he was going to come in and contribute and be that freshman that you were hoping to see because he was starting to gain the leadership of the team. But yeah, Booker, Booker can shoot the three. I'll give him that. Mm -hmm. And we'll leave it at that.
3: Um, Is this because they're, they're they're not getting any better during the year. So is that the coaching? The assistant coaches?
4: Yeah. Part of it is part of it is it's, Booker's very thin, and this is the Big Ten, and he gets pushed around when he goes down low in the paint.
3: Like, mm-hmm. you're
4: going to put him up against any big man in the Big Ten, I guarantee you that person will get at least 30 points that night.
3: Well, then why why are we recruiting kids that can come up and, and play right as a freshman? Because there's a lot of good freshmen out there. W- w- what's the problem? Why can't we get this kid, this this stud freshman, um, oh, I, I can answer can that. I because mean, right.
4: most most of your stud freshmen, Jim, are going straight to the G League now. They're not even going to college. No, but what he's <laughs> asking is, listen. I mean, for instance, the kid Baylor's got it. superstar. He's going to go to the NBA
2: one and done. It's Tom's job to find guys who can play. Now, hey, I'm I'm with Rico on this. If you think if you think you're going to see another John Wall Kentucky, you know, fabulous freshman team win it all, I, I disagree. I'm with Rico on that. You need a blend. But Tom's jobs go to the portal. I'm sitting here and I'm jealous That's of Creighton at. basketball.
4: That's a problem. All right, I'm jealous of the big that Fred Hoiberg got. Uh, he- I'm jealous of Wisconsin going out and get short right. from from St. John. That's the whole point. Still don't know how your boy Patino let him walk out the door. I mean, flip the whole team except Soriano to South. Right, but I'm like, store is probably going to be the Big Ten Player of the Year.
2: Tom's done a bad job on basically every front. <laughs> No, that was my answer to the caller. You, What is Roberto doing up on the TV again?
9: R- Roberto,
2: man, look at Ryan Day. Do you see yourself in the mirror with your hair dyeing that beard? It's, it's approaching Ryan Day levels, Roberto. You know what, David? I can't do this. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, he was on the box that I bought. The right.
2: <laughs> he got the Buckeye edition. I mean, Roberto, honestly, You've gone this far. You've gone this far with the die. Would you do? Would you do us a kindness? I'll I'll pay for it. Throw a few more boxes in and be Ryan Day for Friday's show. Can you do that for me? Just jet black.
5: Oh man! But but you didn't even go all in. Like, why didn't you just do it all? Because I didn't want it to look too fake. It already already looks fake. uh, I
4: hate to break it to you. Last week was like, okay, I, yeah, today was just like, yep. And next week, it's Ryan Day. Jeff is up next, 97-1. What's up, Jeff?
10: Hey, what's going on, Mike and Rico? How are you guys doing? Hey, Jeff, what's going on? I just wanted to, to talk about Coach Izzo and the shoe, and uh, my, my juice is still full. I, I did go Pete Bell last night and a, a few other times when we've been on Peacock this year. Um, but I don't think Coach Izzo is the problem. Um, I'm not sure what is. I know something is up. Um, but if you take a look at the Big Ten right now, top guys, Purdue always has been. Matt Painter's doing a great job coaching them up. They did also get beaten first round against Farley Dickinson last year. You know what I mean? It's just college troops is in a different state than what it used to be. Um there's only one Big Ten team right now, currently, that has a winning record on the road, and that is also Purdue. Everyone else does.
2: All right, but does juxtapose it. Kind of you guys? Jeff, juxtapose it that how many road wins does MSU have all year?
4: Uh, we are currently – You have won. I was about to say, let me help you out one with on, that.
10: Yeah, one in five, yeah.
2: I mean, I'm just making a point. The things you're saying are true, and so are the things I'm saying. And so Jeff, we can meet in the middle – I mean, Jeff, bottom line, MSU basketball the last four years is is
4: going to lose 13 games a year. Yeah, and you're, you, you could have easily had three wins. You gave away the game in – well, you gave away the game in Illinois. You gave away the game last night, and your one win, you stole it at Maryland. So going on the road, you didn't look great in any of those. So you could easily yeah. have none at the most maybe three.
10: Yeah, I just don't see. A, I don't see a, any Big Ten teams that are uh, doing well on the road, though. Um, right,
4: but but Jeff, I guess the frustration kicks in. Uh, the state finished with fifty-six points. They had forty-five points with thirteen minutes to go in the game. They scored eleven points in the final thirteen minutes.
2: Listen, Jeff, Jeff, the bottom line, sure. in all of it, too. Just answer the way you led your call. I don't want to be Purdue. Matt Painter's oh, a god awful, you know, tournament coach. The point is. MSU doesn't even have a right to play in the same game as Purdue. We're not competing for the conference. We're an, we're irrelevant nationally. And I'm not going to get bogged down the numbers by saying, well, we suck on the road, but no one's great. Look, Michigan State basketball is supposed to be different. It is supposed to be the outlier. It is supposed to be a team that is the, the banner carrier for this conference and one of the elite programs in America. Tom Izzo has not had it there now in approaching five years. So, that's the conversation. You don't have to like it. You don't have to agree. But you can't argue the things we're talking about. Tom Izzo builds that roster. Roster, not good. Roster, does not fit. And God love it. Rico's right. I mean, Jeremy Fears would play more right now, but with all due respect to him, he's not Jacoby Walter. All right, Jeremy Fears is just a nice player. Ain't nobody going to mistake him for Elijah Collier out at USC or the kid at Colorado, Cody Williams. I'm just... Guys, he ain't finding players. And then he chose not to find them in the portal. You ended up here. Going to lose 13, 14 games. You're going to be a 10 or an 11 seed. And when someone like this guy over here doesn't care, that's a real problem. For me, it's different. I've always treated it like pro sports. This dude bleeds it. And for him to be apathetic? Yeah, I think that says a lot. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Well, go ahead. Ain't the hell
4: with David. He ain't shit. the boss of you. Just waiting for Little Cleave's to get there in a couple of years. It, see, you know this is what I'm so done with. <laughs> now, now,
2: now we're just relying on our former players' sperm to fuel the program.
4: Oh, then you'll be waiting another after Little Cleave's. You know who's coming? I don't care.
5: Don't you have one next year?
4: Yeah, yeah. Little Richardson, Little Cleave's, and maybe David. Little Torbert. Oh, does he have a broke ass jumper too? Does he shoot on the way down like Daddy? You know I'm right. And a little Hudson. I know you'll be happy about that one.
5: I loved Andre. And Hudson. Eight Xavier Tillmans.
4: Yeah, we'll have a we'll have a whole Moneyball squad with oh. the Tillmans. Well, just wait till football, David. I can't wait till all the Goldsden show up.
2: All right, let's get a little football in the mix. Music, please. Mr. Beard. I think
4: it it tells you I'm right. They're pushing the envelope. I'm going to watch this team. Can I just say pass? In football today.
3: Brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavored Crust Pizza.
4: Mike, unlike yesterday where I just picked things that ticked you off, this Ugh. is going to be a little bit of Super Bowl, a little bit of football, okay. a little bit of free agency, and a little bit of draft all mixed together. All right, I'm in. Where do you want to start off first? Um, For fun. Free agency. Free agency, Mike. For you, where does Saquon Barkley end up? Oh, man, I, I, I tell you, I don't care where he ends up. I just hope it ain't with the Giants. I've had enough. Why, David?
2: We don't pay running backs. Our roster's terrible. We got too many needs. I'll give you one. Chargers. Jim Harbaugh. Eckler's about done. They need a bell cow. A name. He's he's still going to play ball Greg Roman style.
4: 2013. Sell some tickets. Barkley wants a paycheck.
2: Yeah. What Less, about the
4: Chargers? I, I could easily see that. Less wear and tear on Herbert because Herbert is like, I don't want to be a rushing quarterback. So I'll hand the ball off. That's actually a good fit, Mike. Okay,
2: just something. Uh,
4: While we're at there, Mm -hmm. Steph Diggs, Stephon Diggs, where does he end up? Is he back with the Bills? Man, I I hope it's therapy.
2: He's got anger issues. He he needs to talk to somebody. I I don't know what's up with him. On a week-to-week basis, the brooding, the screaming, the yelling, the outbursts. That's great for a radio show. That ain't much when you're a football player and you need to be a good teammate. It won't be Buffalo. I am just convinced of that. But who wants to take on that drama? Who would be a team that loves all the sex appeal and the sizzle and the, oh,
4: wait, his little brother plays there? I was about to there. say, wait, was there a team where his brother plays? How about the Dallas Cowboys? Ooh, all right, you know what? We're right here. David, you want to chime in?
5: Yeah, I was thinking like Carolina, wa- Washington, because they...
4: David, he'd kill oh somebody in Carolina. I, I know. Do you understand? I how do. Ag- are you rooting for radio? I am. Okay. <laughs> He's rooting for Bryce Young's demise. <laughs> right.
5: <laughs> It's already over for him, so. <laughs> My goodness.
4: Uh, speaking of the Cowboys, Cowboys have interviewed Rex Ryan to become their defensive coordinator. It's a good move, bad move, game passed him by. I, if you wanted Rex Ryan, why not just
2: hire Wink Martindale? Ten years younger, at least he's still in the game, and they run a blitz-heavy scheme. I wouldn't hire either guy. Take it from me who's endured Wink Martindale the last couple of years. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, No, I would not hire him.
5: Yeah, no, I wouldn't hire him on the surface of he's begging for the job. So, which means I'm sorry. I'm good. I'll go get somebody else. Thank you, though. Thank you for your interest.
4: All right, uh, David, this one is for you. Reports have it that the Roonies are open to a trade for QB.
5: I believe it when I see it.
4: Some of the names that are being rumored. Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins, ooh, Kyler Murray, ooh, Justin Fields.
2: No. I'm
5: happy with Justin Fields, and I would be happy with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, the there's, no.
2: there's the fit.
5: Oh, yeah, for sure.
2: Kirk Cousins in the Steeler black and gold? That's the
5: fit. But again, I Veteran believe-
2: leadership, proven commodity. I love Justin Fields, but let's be clear— he needs to go to an offense that is going to cater to him. And, that and they're even.
5: not going to cater to him. You're exactly right with Arthur Smith, please. Um, but again, I believe it when I when I see it. They won't do anything at the quarterback position.
4: No love for Kyler?
5: No, I'm good. But he's mobile and shifting. I'm good. I need somebody Nimble. taller than 5'7". So I'm good. <laughs> Just... <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right, guys, Um, the Senior Bowl and all the activities took place last weekend. In your opinion, which is more important for that guy coming out of college? The senior bowl activities, the NFL combine, or their pro days? Wow. It's always funny is you you hear it as a storyline
2: when guys get drafted that when the staff who are at the senior bowl get familiarity with certain players, it leads them to taking someone they coached that week. Now, if you're talking about ability to raise your overall profile, it'll always be the combine. But if you're talking about the ability to get drafted, it's probably the senior bowl. Think about it. Oh, yeah, we spent a ton of time with Bernard down in Mobile all week, and they take that guy. Doesn't it feel like there's that direct because, corollary? Because Oh, go ahead, David.
5: I was going to say, because there's one thing you can do at the senior bowl that you can't do at the combine. You get your hands on with these players. You can go down there and talk to them scheme wise while they're on the field doing things. Can't do that at the combine. It's like
4: Michael Penix didn't play in the game. He practiced, did okay. Bo Nix practiced, did okay. Played very little. Spencer Rattler walked away the clear winner of those things which if I had to choose between one of those three quarterbacks it still ain't Spencer Rattler. That's just me. Uh, When it comes to the Super Bowl Patrick Mahomes said this he told his guys, if you stay focused and you don't go out to all the different festivities and we win, I'll bring the entire team back here for a week and I'm footing the bill. I love
0: Super Bowl it. by the number.
4: <laughs> and that bill will roughly exceed $10 million. Yeah, he, told, he told his team, guys, stay away from everything. I, I treat like this like a business trip. I will f- I will bring everybody back here for a week, and we can have all types of debauchery. Listen, I have never seen
2: such a differential between how likable Pat Mahomes is and how detestable the people around him are. That's all I can tell you.
5: I, I, he's, he's Michael Jordan. Yeah, while I get annoyed with him always being there, he seems like a pretty good dude. right? Yeah.
2: And then, I mean, in between the wife, the brother, the dad, the whole bit, ba- it's like, you know what? Separate the worlds. Him? He's awesome, man. And you know what? That's that. That is ultimate bribery for your team. But it it's is. it's a good move when you signed a $500 million deal. That's self-preservation.
4: He can afford it. Sticking with the Chiefs. If the Kansas City Chiefs win this game, I hope not. But if the Chiefs win, does Andy re- retire? Is this it for him? I'm going to say yes, because the way he
2: answered the question at media day is now's not the time when he was asked the question. I I think if they win, he retires.
5: See, I took that answer differently as him saying, I'm not ready to go yet. Now's not the time. So I don't know.
4: Um, I, I think he stays. David, I, I, I think that he leaves. It tells me he's thought about it because it's very simple. Are you retiring? No, I'm not retiring. I I, want to win another one and another one. I'm DJ Khaled out here. Now is not the time to talk. Normally when you go that route, it means I know if I tell you how I truly feel, that becomes a new story, and that's all everybody will talk about. So hit me up when the game is over. If I got the Lombardi trophy in my hand, I'll answer that question. Finally, this Um, in in honor of Black History Month, I don't think some NFL owners really understand what's going on. But reports have it. Owners have complained to the league office about the sheer number of compensatory picks the 49ers receive for serving as a pipeline for coaches and executives of people of color. This is an actual story that owners are upset because they feel like the 49ers are circumventing the system in order to get compensatory picks, not providing an opportunity that actually people want to hire their coaches and executives to move on. Not necessarily a question. Yeah, I was going to say, where's the question? Oh, no, it wasn't is? a question. It was just a little bit of commentary on my part oh. that how clueless it, some NFL owners are that they're angry because the Niners are getting way too many picks because they actually have good assistant coaches and executives and they happen to be people of color. He's uh, African-American. Oh, my. So I just wanted to end it with
2: that. I mean, you don't have to comment. No, no, no. It's just it's interesting what you said. And this is an actual headline, dot, dot, dot. I, I feel like you get that daily in the world of sports now where you read something and you go, is this the onion?
4: Yeah. No, this is real life. I mean, from Vrabel looking too intimidating—that was yesterday's headline. To this, where they're getting too many picks because people want their coaches. Like yeah. Shanahan has figured out a way to beat the system. I know what I'll do. Let's go get that D'Amico, right? That'll help out. Mike McDonald you're going to run the office and then get a job. All right, I'm done. That's your blitz ninety-seven-one. We are going to get to, uh, the Pistons made a trade,
2: and it is really an example of two things can be true, is that I don't hate the player they've received. I hate the situation they are in because of it. We'll get to it in 10 minutes. I was just reading an article and talking with Rico in the break, guys, and I always say this, it's not reinventing the wheel. The Super Bowl isn't for any of us. Even if the Lions were going, the cheapest tickets at the time you played San Francisco was over eight grand a ticket. Now, all jokes aside, that just gets you in the building. Did you see the the hype around this? Do you know what luxury suites are going for at the Super Bowl? $2.5 million to take in a football game. But I started thinking about this. What I don't think the average fan realizes is the players can't afford that. Oh, sure, a Mahomes can. And I'm not even going to do the low-hanging fruit of Brock Purdy, who's well, he's the seventh-round pick. That doesn't even matter. Right. Get up out of here. I'm talking about legitimate players. Enrico said something that is <laughs> actually really sharp. So Christian McCaffrey makes about $16 million a year. But no, he doesn't. He makes less than half of that. I mean, for one, he plays half his season in the egregious tax state of California. Yep. Then the other eight games, he is taxed on where they are played. Then you pay your agent. He may call it half if he's lucky. So he would have to take north of a quarter of his salary for the year
4: to put his family in a luxury suite at the Super Bowl. Right. So when you think about that, is there something that you for that you would do for one night that you would take a quarter of what you make for the year?
2: Uh, Roberto already has his answer in two chicks at the same time. <clears throat>
4: I I thought I was about to see seven boxes of uh, just for Peter
2: Man, breast exams on Channel 9. (laughs) Shout out Office Space. Great movie. Kenny, have you seen it? No. No. Kenny, no.
3: This is my Doug moment of the day, I guess.
2: Your homework is to watch Office Space. Yes, sir. It will describe your relationship with this building. All right. That's all I'll say. Uh, uh, Rico, back (laughs) at it, please. The copying machine. You say you do around
9: here, one? That's is that the joke you were getting at? All right, terrific. No, no,
2: it's just watch the movie. You'll understand.
4: The copying machine.
2: Michael (laughs) Bolton. No, but that's it's crazy when you think about this event.
4: It's not even just not for the fans, it's not for the players' families. Well, that's why. I think, too. Like if you're a Lions fan, you want them to have the number one overall seed, or you want the championship game played here in Detroit. Yes. Because that's your Super Bowl. That's when the average Joe can sit there and watch your team hoist a trophy up. It ain't the Lombardi, but they will share it with you, the people. Because the Super Bowl is for businesses and corporations. I wonder how many players on that field
2: would have their financial advisors sign off on a $2.5 million suite for the Super Bowl. I mean, Mahomes, he got more money than God. Kelsey, considering he's in every commercial every day, I'd like to think he could afford it. We all know Taylor Swift can too. I'm talking players, though. It is you will be shocked. I mean, probably
4: pro- on the Niners, you're probably looking at Bosa and Trent Williams. Okay, so three Niners max.
2: You know, no four. one might
4: one because okay. Bosa makes thirty-four.
2: Isn't that crazy though? Two point five mil on a luxury suite for the Super Bowl for a three-hour event. That just, uh, I mean, that is, that tells you the juice
4: the event has. And obviously, being in Las Vegas (laughs) helps that. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon Ayuk, that would be, he would be in debt. He would have to put it on his credit card and pay off some next year.
5: That may be why Taylor Swift is asking the NFL to pay for the plane ride to get back because she already paid for the suite. She doesn't have any more. She's waiting. No, Taylor Swift realizes, whoa, whoa, whoa.
4: You need me. I I don't need
2: you. I've been doing all of this
4: stuff for free. You, you, you need to give mom a little taste here. Uh, Think about it. She shows
2: up. The event's got a higher profile. What's the actual cash value of that? <laughs> At least 2500000 yeah,
4: she's million. I'm doing this for you. You're not doing this for me. That's Mike, right. What are you talking about? People in Detroit told me nobody's watching the Super Bowl because the Lions aren't in it. Today is National Forklift Safety Day. You better get to your man. No, no. I, I mean, callers were like, nobody, this is going to be the lowest watched Super Bowl ever because the Detroit Lions aren't in it. No, okay, no, okay. no, no, no. Calm, calm no, 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 no. You haven't been in the first 57. And they put up record numbers. I mean, people. And that's not a sl- no, slight, but, it's but like, it was the, like, what the, the, man, the butt hurt can't be that strong. Like, Taylor Swift alone means that this will be one of the most. Watch Super Bowls. The game was 10 days ago. Heaven forbid that Usher actually waves her down from the crowd and she sings a song with him at halftime. Nah. Are you serious? That's another one.
2: She won't sing you a song for $2.5 million. And the NFL doesn't pay. They don't pay to have these acts. They think you need to be uh, excited to play the Super Bowl. Well, that's how you end up with all the has-been people Roberto likes playing it. But I'm saying
4: maybe... I mean Usher hadn't had a hit in 20 years. But maybe they play, well, yeah. Um <laughs> you like that, David? Wow. Thank you for that. But no, maybe that's what she wants the money for. I'll come down and do a song or walk on stage and introduce Usher. Do we like the Super Bowl in Vegas? Like, do do you do you think this is gonna be okay? I do. I don't. I think the league's going to make a move to make this in every other year. thing. Vegas, because Vegas holds parties, Vegas holds all types of conventions. They're used to this. It's an event town, David. This is all they do every day. On
5: that, sure. But I read something, Troy Aikman, I believe what Troy Aikman is saying. I think something's going to happen in Vegas off the field. I think some players are going to get themselves in trouble like the, what was it, the Miami uh, oh. the Falcons players? Eugene no, Robinson
2: got baby. a hooker.
4: Yeah, that's who you're
5: t- and now,
2: He
4: was the NFL man of the year. Yes, he was. I, I would say this, David, I don't think so because I think their cops know when to suspend things unless but some stuff on. go by. The, the hypocrisy of the NFL,
2: though, telling players, you can't even hey, pull a slot you. machine. Thank but we're, do- we're doing the Super Bowl in Vegas, right. and they're taking north of... 200 million dollars in sponsorship
4: deals from sportsbooks. Yeah, come on now. I think this is something that can happen. Ever- it's like New Year's Eve in Vegas, they just basically say, Guys, don't kill anybody, and you're okay. Wow, I, I did not. Oh, New Year's Eve in Vegas is just, I, I sergeants, I see nothing, I hear nothing. That's the cops.
5: Okay, we got an idea for New Year's Eve this year.
4: Oh. I mean, you. David, to get arrested in Vegas on New Year's Eve, you've done something bad, heinous, fascinating. Because they don't want to, like, let's just celebrate, have fun. Hey, you two guys, quit fighting, put the knife down, and enjoy the fireworks. All right, well, bad, <laughs> heinous. Uh, it's Troy Weaver. Let's talk about it. Pistons made a
2: move. <laughs> I need to sort through it. Next, Ninety-seven-one. Okay, so let's, against my better judgment, we'll spend a segment on it. Pistons have made a move. Let me try to walk through it. Fun, fun. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> um, This one's complicated, so kind of bear with me. The, they made a trade today to acquire Simone Fontanecchio. No, I'm not related to him. Yes, he's from Italy. Um, who, for a part of this year when Larry marketing was out for the Jazz, started. Uh, Also, fun side note, fun. Uh, He lit your ass up the night the Jazz were here. Now, as a player, I don't hate it. He's 28. He's shooting a career best 39% from three. He's actually a plus rebounder by analytics. I'm okay with it. Like, I, I could not possibly knock the player. That's not what I'm doing. Now, he's a restricted free agent. Here are the rules on that. Just whenever you see a guy who's a restricted free agent, Generally speaking, if they're going to bail, it's in a sign and trade. So let's assume Fontanecchio is yours. Okay, second-year player, shooting much better this year than last year. He fills a role here. You gave up Kevin Knox, who cares, and a second-round pick this year. Mm. Now there's your issue. The second-round pick would be, for all intents and purposes, pick 32. That's first-round pick. A late one, but it's first-round pick. Here's the issue, when you zoom out away from it and go, all right, so a bad team wanted to get a 28-year-old guy who can be a stretch four, help this thing out, and he played on a, can I call the Jazz a decent team, a 500 team, like they're not bad, Yeah, I can't knock that, but what if I told you the Pistons now don't have a second-round pick until 2027, then add to the fact you still owe the Knicks a first-rounder in one of the next three years. That's where I need to see something else happen in order to fully go, okay, we're good yeah, here. Yeah, Monte Morris, Bogdanovich, Alec Burks. You got to get all those guys out of here to restock your picks cabinet. Why? Because in all your deals, you've given away. That's picks. right. And if you're gonna make a deal, what do we have to give up? Picks. So I, I can say I like the player, and I'm not. Hey, look, I'm not saying tune in. Uh, you know, Sunday night and Fontenecio is gonna drop. T- no, is he a player who's better for what you need than Isaiah Stewart? Is he better than what you need than the dead body of Danilo Gallinari or Mike Mascala or Kevin Knox? Uh, Yes. But I'm uncomfortable that we have allowed Troy Weaver to so deplete the war chest that even if I get rid of Weaver at the end of the year, which is my strong desire,
4: the next guy will have nothing to work with. (laughs) Truly, you hear about the cupboards being empty this this is the epitome. This is the Wikipedia version of empty cupboards right here. That yeah, um, I I think it's almost malpractice that you let this man allow him to make deals but every deal. And the Pistons gave away this pick as well, and they gave away this second round pick. And you owe the Knicks. That's and- all. Look, here's my thing. You can't. We can't just look at the deal
2: in a vacuum. The deadline is tomorrow. Now, I would like to tell you that if I were able to ship out Morris, Bogdanovich, and Burks, I'm getting back no less than four second-round picks. I can replenish this thing. You might be able to get a first in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. The point I'm making is if you don't trade those players, then I can't get on board with stuff like this. I can't go into an offseason where I'm going to have to make a trade to acquire a player and have... Or free agency. Yeah, no, yeah, but who? realistically. Oh, sure. Look at the free agent crop. So I just wanted to, look, we'll do one segment on it. I don't hate the player. I'm not making fun of him. I actually feel terrible for the kid. Wait, what? Detroit? I thought Salt Lake was bad. I, what
4: did I do? They're uh, six can and 44 I, Can I apologize to somebody? I'm sorry, Who okay? did I offend? I didn't mean to park in your spot. But I don't hate it. I don't. But, I mean... Just keep an eye on it. We got less than twenty four hours. There I don't. Been- ha- I don't hate it, Mike. I just. I'm very uncomfortable that the fact that it's Weaver doing this because it's Weaver and he doesn't win these things. And it just seems like you're giving away the store. I don't know what your end game is. And maybe if I understood what they were trying to do, I could get on board. I know, but I don't. It's give away all your picks put an extremely high value on your tradable pieces in order to win six games. None of this makes sense. No, that's where I need to
2: see the other shoe drop. Look, if they keep all these pieces around and they go into summer with no war chest, it really doesn't add up to me. What value does Alec Burks have to you? No, Alec Burks has a value to a team like the Sixers that needs some outside shooting and a veteran cheap, you know, like Xavier Tillman, the Celtics needed toughness, rebounding, an adult injury insurance for Porzingis. That's Xavier Tillman to a T. I don't get what these players are doing here. So let's see. But yeah, I'm not going to knock the player they got back. I mean, it's it, it's at least going to space the floor. It's at least going to give us someone new to watch. But David, that's all I got for you. See, I,
5: but here's the thing though, and, and I respect everything you're doing here because it's smart. It is the best thing you can do But I'm going to give you 23 hours from now when the trade deadline has passed already, and I'm going to give you what the breaking news will be. The Pistons didn't make a move. Don't say that. That's what I believe. I believe they're not trading any of the individuals. They need to? Yes, they do. Because you're right, they need some pieces, whether you're getting second-round picks, whatever. You need it. But they're not making a deal. I don't believe they will. No, and what people
2: don't understand is if you want to get involved in these The moves that move the needle. All this cap space we have to hear about. If you want to trade for a player that moves the needle, the going rate in the NBA today is three to four first-round picks. You don't have it. The NBA has changed their rules. You can't be pickless anymore and just give away all your picks. It's a stagger. So this idea you would need to do pick swaps and or flat-out picks. I mean, Donovan Mitchell was... Three or four picks, Rudy Gobert, three or four picks. And remember, four teams in basketball, the teams like the Spurs, the teams like uh, Oklahoma City, uh, I believe the Brooklyn Nets, you know, three or four teams control the market and they're inflating the price because those four teams control 35 first round picks in the next five years. So I, I just fail to understand. Okay, we brought in a player that I don't dislike, but he will not in any way, shape, or form result in huge win totals. If I'm going to get a player, the cap space is only a part of the story. Rico, you have to have picks. Even if you went and got Levine, you were going to have to attach some picks. And I hate Zach Levine. Mm -hmm. So just keep your eye on it. David, I hope your prediction's wrong. I can't tell you that it is. But the three names you have to get rid of. Now that you have no second-round pick till 27, and you're short a first-round pick between now and 26,
4: you got to get rid of Bogdanovich, Burks, Morris. I guess what I'm hoping for is they become part of three-way deals and they become the dumping ground for picks, where the players go to the different teams and you get all the picks. Need
2: to see it. So not knocking the deal, but in the framework from a franchise standpoint, I just don't get how this man has been allowed to trade three second round picks in as many weeks when he shouldn't even have a job.
5: Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, you got to break it down to say, yes, nice player. They got it. It will help a little bit, but the other stuff is just no picks. Come on now. Weaver. Jesus. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just so frustrating because I'm, I know I yell all the time. I know I do, especially today. Well, Rico hears no. me yelling over there because they gave up a second round pick, and the I'm best,
2: just... the best, is David under his breath in a disgusted tone, using the Lord's name in vain. I, was... I need
5: him, so I need him right now.
2: Roberto, is there any way for us to have that as a drop? <laughs> Might be the
4: most satisfying audio we've had on this station ever. <laughs> that was tremendous. But David, I understand because you don't understand. Like, I can put up with rebuilding if I know what you're trying to do. Fans, okay, it's going to be bad this year. Like, like you look at the Tigers, like, I see what you're trying to do. So, you know what the problem is? This is the other problem. Now
2: you're at the mercy of what the rest of the league believes Fontanecchio is worth. See, he'll be pursued in restricted free agency. So now, the Pistons have to keep this guy. So if somebody goes to Fontanecchio and goes, "All right, you're a regular beef stew over here," and they sign you to four at sixty three, that's what you're paying this guy. So just understand, this isn't a one night stand. This ain't a rental. You're 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 marrying this guy. This is happening. Can you say cap space gone? Well, no, David. David, they talked about their cap space. What I'm saying is. People have to view this as a part of the cap space. This, Cade's extension, and maybe Tobias Harris at 32 years old. There's your cap space. So what did it get us? 27 wins? Maybe? That's everything they do I grade out on. Does this change the paradigm? Does this change the conversation organizationally? So... Hope you heard the words coming out of my mouth. I'm not anti player here. But if some other team gets stupid, like when the Kings tried to sign Zach Levine to a crazy deal, and then the Bulls Bulls decided we matched it. Like if somebody comes in at four for 80 for Fontanecchio,
4: just to spite you,
2: you have to match it. (laughs) All right. We can do uh, some ticket texts. We can get a little football today, maybe a little Super Bowl. By the numbers. Uh, Roberto also morphing into Ryan Day by the day with his addiction to hair dye in his beard.
4: Addiction to hair
2: dye. It is. It's something. All right, let's go
5: to David on the ticket texts. The Pistons should be dissolved, and the franchise ends with the owner getting nothing. I cannot right, believe this franchise is like this. I,
2: I know. I know. Guys, we got to move past it. I know. And I know we had our fun with the losing streak and did our thing. Guys, this marks the last time you'll hear about the Pistons, probably until draft night. All right, the trade deadline. This is it. Let me see what Weaver produces. I'll give you my feedback on it. That's it. Fontanecchio's not a bad player. He's a hell of a lot better than some of the garbage you've been putting out there for big minutes. But what I don't like is you're a bad team that has no draft capital. No second-rounders t- till twenty seven and you're down a first-round pick in the next three years, got to give one to the Knicks. I need Burks, Morris, and Bogdanovich out of here. Go ahead, David. The Detroit
5: Pistons have plunged into the trade draft abyss. Weaver is really bad, and I love it. Continue to expose what he's doing wrong. Uh, Someone else texting in and says Pistons should just sell and keep all of their picks Uh, Cade and Duran would be the only two I would not trade from this roster.
2: If you had a new GM, that might be the direction they go. But by the fact that Toons is the driving cat, a.k.a. Weaver, is still employed, you can't do that. You get yourself into a weird spot. Because the job of the general manager, you're supposed to act at the behest of the franchise. What Troy Weaver's doing is covering his own ass. A lot of GMs on in bad situations and bad teams in the NBA, they are operating to keep their contract.
4: They're not operating and doing what really needs to happen. No, you saw that different sport, but you saw that with uh Bob Quinn with the Lions. Tried to save his job rather than do what was best for the team. Correct.
5: Mike, don't forget Troy Weaver could resign this player just like he did Marvin Bagley, and he's going to bid against himself if he does
2: so. No, he won't. He'll bid against the rest of the league because he's a restricted free agent, which I just got done explaining last segment. Please attempt to listen. Please.
5: I agree with you guys about the Pistons. Good player in the trade, but he keeps giving up all the picks. Can't believe they keep letting Weaver make these moves. And if he replenishes the stockpile
2: by getting rid of these seemingly useless veterans, then it's a different conversation. But the thing I can't wrap my mind around is that Troy Weaver is going to be here to execute another draft and utilize the better part of $65 million in cap space. That's the unbelievable part to me. Oh, also, if you want to feel old today, do you know what today is the 20th anniversary of Kenny Cott? Big moment in Detroit sports. Big moment. 20 years
3: ago? 20
2: years ago today.
3: 2004. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it Pistons related?
2: Yes, it is.
5: Yeah.
2: What? 20 years ago today, the Detroit Pistons acquired Rasheed Wallace. Oh, That was going to be my guess, Rasheed Wallace. All right, Rico trivia question. Can you name the team that Rasheed played one night for in between his days in Portland to then becoming a Detroit Piston?
4: It was a grand opening, grand closing. It was. One, one night, night. That jersey is one of the rarest jerseys around.
2: No, of course I can't.
4: The Atlanta Hawks. Oh, okay.
2: Of that, was gonna <laughs> that was also going to be my guess.
5: That was also going to be your guess. I love it. Tremendous. Oh, my god! David, gosh. go ahead, buddy. Someone says, I consider myself a tried-and-true Pistons fan. I truly don't know what to look forward to with this team. I don't believe he'll make a move tomorrow, which means we are screwed. Let me see it. Can we just – please.
2: If he makes three deals – and brings us five draft picks. I will be just fine with what went down here. I still never understand how he's here. But it's not about Fontanecchio. That's fine. You, you are fine enough playing him 20 minutes a night here. He's better than what you had. But you're signing him. Make no mistake about it.
5: It's about looking in your cupboard to see if you have something to eat. Right now, you have nothing. You are starving. You are poor. Jesus. I'm sorry. You know, David,
2: that's what it is. David, this day really ended for you when you opened up and saw a bag of soft chips. You were upset at the quality of your tortilla chips, and you have just been a real ass ever since.
5: (laughs) Jesus. I mean, (laughs) did I say something wrong here? The cupboard is
2: bare. But David, David, you, you are not. You are angry. You are having a terror. you are having a bad day today.
5: I've been great today. Started I don't know if you're, but with those I feel chips. wonderful. You, you can tell Kenny, chips. I haven't yelled uh, once in this room.
4: It really did. start
2: with those chips. Right. Kenny's showing us the believability of that state. He's
5: been yelling in here all week. What do you mean? Right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Give me Yes, the t- you have.
2: Give me the ticket text and we'll get the Super Bowl by okay. the numbers. The please.
5: NBA needs to step in and do something with the Pistons. They can't continue to allow this franchise to fall down right. more and more.
2: Got, got, all right, hold on. Rico, I think it's fair. Uh, can can I offer a PSA on behalf of Rico Beard and myself? Yep, go for Guys, it. Guys, I understand how easy it is to make fun of the Pistons, and I understand I am guilty of doing that very thing, but not every situation is that the response. Look, they didn't make a bad trade on surface. Yes, the second-round pick means you only have one pick this draft. That's bad. But don't act like you even know who Kevin Knox is. Kevin Knox could deliver a pizza to your house. You wouldn't know who he is. And this poor cheetah kid, I don't know who he is. It's a guy they drafted and stashed in Europe. You acquired a guy that makes you better because it provides the one thing you don't have, shooting. He's 28. He's an RFA. You clearly have designs on keeping him. I can't sit here as a radio host and mock that. That would be dishonest of me. Because getting that player actually did make you better. Right. Now, if you want to say, I am very afraid that we have no second rounders till 27, and it greatly limits our ability to make trades and finalize deals, you're right. And we're short a first-round pick. Right. Let me see if we're in that situation tomorrow, and if by the end of business tomorrow at the trade deadline, you have not shipped out all three of Monte Morris. Alec Burks, and Bogdanovich. Then you can ask more questions. But obviously they suck. Obviously we don't like the owner. I know. But guys, like you have to view, we're talking about a trade on a Wednesday afternoon. I I can't just be like, well, who cares, team blows. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We've had our fun, believe me. But Jesus, what do you want me to do? Do you want the team to cease operations? Some do. Well, That'd I happen. wouldn't be against it if I could get a new team.
4: That's not going to happen.
2: Exactly. So I have to take the
4: moves they make, and for the 10 people who care, spend a segment explaining it. they just being emotional. I get it. It's, 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 it's like I said last, it's the Ford sell the team. It's, you know, do this. I, you're emotional, right? Not you, but people are emotional because there's pride in the Pistons, but it seems like the Pistons don't have pride in themselves.
5: Oh yeah, you're very right. Very true. Oh, d- emotional saying, and she still can't cover Big Shot Bob.
2: Okay, emotion
5: guys, all over the place with these Pistons. Yeah, we got. You
2: got to let it go now. Come on. Yes, it cost you a second championship.
5: And then someone. Okay, maybe they just don't understand. What? How many second round picks make an impact on an NBA roster in the last five years? I think he doesn't okay. really understand. You're
2: not getting yeah. that they are currency. They're required. Like, in order to complete this Marvin Bagley mistake,
4: you had to put two second-round picks in the deal. So, so yeah, if you had, let's just say you had three second-round picks and there was somebody you wanted in the first round, you can move move. up and get them. Yeah, Guys, they're currency.
2: I'm not sitting here telling you that with your second-round pick you're going to find Draymond Green, that you're going to find Gilbert Arenas. Like, those are rare. I understand that.
4: But you need capital in order to do business. Think of them as Disney bucks. Only works in Walt Disney World, but when you're there, they're worth a lot. Outside of Disney World, worthless.
2: Noted. David, one more, and we will get to Super Bowl by the number.
5: Yeah, this one's actually for Kennedy. They want to give you another option to watch? He said, when you watch Office Space, then watch Half Baked.
2: You've never seen Half-Baked?
9: I have seen it. It's been like background noise a couple of times. I've never actually sat through the whole thing, though. Which okay. is more important that I watched? Probably office, office
2: Space. Office Space. Okay. Yeah,
0: sure. Because it,
2: it fits your general approach to work very well. I feel like that's an insult. Thank you. No, it's not. Kenny, you got to let go of that. Not everything is an insult. We need to sit down on the couch and have a conversation because I tell you, You'd be like, Kenny, I really like your shirt. You know, I think you're effing with me. Uh, I'm uh, like, yeah, yep.
4: You brought it up. Yeah. No, yep. I've fallen
2: for the rake too many times. I'm not going to do it again. All right. You'll you'll enjoy it. All right. 97 we We'll get more of your calls. Let's get a little football today. Next, 97. one. All right. David, first things first, house cleaning. Odyssey.com rewind. If you can believe it. We did open up the show with what is the appropriate way to usher a legend out? How much patience should you have? Because Michigan State basketball is totally irrelevant. It's largely ass. We are the Red Wings. Ken Holland, the late years. Got to do it for
4: the streak, (laughs) y'all. Except it's awful to watch. It's headed nowhere. Right. And you're looking like the Pistons' attendance streak. Yes, but it's empty. No, 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 no. Those seats are sold. No, 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 no. We're counting that. So, odyssey.com, rewind, because we
2: talked about it a lot. And even if you're not a a College Hoops fan, it's about you have a legendary coach. How much patience should you have? Uh, Rico and I are at varying degrees, which I'm sure you can imagine. So, you can go get that. We talked a little bit. The Pistons made one move. And while we were doing Super Bowl by the numbers, they've made another so this is why I didn't pan what they did. I want to wait to see. And again, I don't like Troy Weaver. His existence offends me. He should not be gainfully employed to run a basketball team. But I have to deal in reality. He ain't getting fired right now. So they made the move for Fontanecchio. Did I like giving up a high second-round pick? No. Do I like not having any seconds till 27? No. Do I like the fact that this the Knicks hold a pick over us? No. I get terrified that you don't have much talent and you don't have many assets. Oh, and you're already the worst team in the league. Yeah, it's scary. But they've now made another move. And like I said, there are three guys. Monte Morris, Alec Burks, and yes, Bogdanovich. Now they've traded Monte Morris to the Timberwolves. What did we get, David? Tell me, there's picks
5: here. The Pistons have received Shake Milton, Troy Brown, and a 20-30 round pick.
2: 2030. Yes. 2030. Yes. Wait, that's the second round pick?
10: 2030.
5: Yeah. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, my son will be in college. Okay. It's a long time. So, step so closer that's. Closer to
2: being
4: angry. One step.
5: I'm to think. So
4: what is that? Like a fifth grader? R- Rico. Rico.
5: Yes. In fact, it is. That's a fifth
2: grader. I, I will just wait to see what else they get. <laughs> the,
4: Can he just? Yeah. I am grader.
2: one step closer to being angry. Um. Wow. Okay. And if you want our thoughts on the Fontanecchio deal, I didn't pan it. You won't be scared. It's I don't like what they're giving up and what they're doing. I do like the player. I got to see what he signs for. You know, if somebody walks in here and pays him like beef stew, that's a bad deal. But he's restricted; you have to sign him. What? Okay, go ahead, David. Share the laughter.
5: No, we're all just trying to figure out how old we'll be in six years, and when this when this second round pick actually becomes something.
2: Like I never get angry when you trade for first round picks that are four, five, six years down the line, because inevitably those end up working out for you. Um, but when it's a second round pick, and I got to wait six years for it to convey. I mean, you, you, you. I was about to say something foul. The Timberwolves may as well have done something else for you and called it even. I mean, Jesus. I love hookers. Yeah, it may as well have called you a lady of the night. You would have been better off than uh, a pick six years from now.
4: No, no, six years from now. It, it, you'll, it'll be, it'll appreciate in value. It's like Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Detroit Pistons have traded
2: Monte Morris to the Timberwolves for a bag of Ripple.
5: Somebody says, G.S. in traffic says, a 20, 30 second round pick, that's two GMs away. Oh my God. Someone else says, I'll be dead in six years. Oh, wow.
4: Let's hope not, but I get what you're saying.
5: Hey, we just got a fifth grader, y'all, from Ron. Okay, all right. (laughs) All (laughs) right.
2: But the deadline is tomorrow. I mean, isn't it sad, though, when you really think about it? Today's the 20th anniversary of acquiring Sheed and forever cementing a culture here and bringing a championship here and this big personality and all-star player. 20 years later, cutscene: Monte Morris for bag of Ethereum. (laughs) Simone Fontanecchio. It doesn't quite move the needle the same way that Rasheed Wallace did. Yes, David.
5: Well, you know, I did just talk to someone earlier during the break, and uh they said they didn't want to see Monty go. So What? There's that. Who said that? You know, somebody in in that works here.
2: No, th- no just say th- no, 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 David. No, okay. No, okay. no, no. No. Come, come no, 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 no. Let's just say the, they
5: work they work in sales, so. You
2: know. Well, then automatically, I know they
5: know nothing. That's there you go. <laughs> I hate to see him go. Try it.
2: getting your copy points right. All right, let's keep <laughs> it moving. No, okay,
5: no, okay. no, 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 calm, calm no, 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 no.
4: Penalty box, thirty seconds. Go ahead, David. David,
2: I think your <laughs> drop is very appropriate right here. <laughs> Jesus. Troy Weaver's made a pastor take the Lord's name in vain. My goodness.
5: Someone's asking, though, they're saying, but I thought we needed draft capital. Isn't it okay to get the second round pick? No,
2: it's okay. You just prefer to have it before, like, (laughs) before your Nona dies. Acquiring a pick six years down the line, it is really hard to justify unless it's a first round pick. It has no value. Two presidents away. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Wow. You're correct. Kenny Cott wins. Uh, go ahead, David.
5: Uh, the Lions will have won a Super Bowl by the time the 23rd. No, I don't think so.
2: No, no, hold on. No, stop.
5: That's All right, actually
2: I'm very plausible. All right, I'm you want me on. to get the You're recruiting right. rankings for that? yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 2030. Please do, Rico. <laughs> That's unbelievable. here me get the draft comparisons. <laughs> NBA draft comp, John Collins.
5: <laughs> what do you think Troy will be targeting in the second round of the 2030 draft? That is from Sean in St. Clair Shores.
2: I don't know too many janitors that make draft picks. There's no way. You did. You acquired something you will never get to use.
5: The trade moved the needle, guys. Unfortunately, and moved it in the wrong direction. No, stop it. Come on.
2: I-, I will wait to see. You know, there are rumors swirling. Alec Burks could be headed to the Knicks. He played for Tom Thibodeau. Let's see what you get. Bogdanovich would be the one. Um, Guys, I don't know, man. I know I'm paid to talk. Rico's paid to talk. I try to do a good job of just always having a, a an opinion on stuff and back it up, guys. I'm out of words with the Pistons. I'm out of. I don't know what to say. They're six and forty three. They don't have talent. They don't have assets. The war chest is next to empty, and you're restocking it with a two thousand and thirty second round pick. What what do you, what do you want me to say, guys?
5: Well, I could say this. Let me say this because we use the f word on this show. Fair. And I want to say this. I am sorry Troy, you traded one of the guys that I said you wouldn't trade. So at least you did that. No, but it Thank is you.
2: but but think about the disastrous offseason Troy Weaver had. You, you you basically played the role of like relationship facilitator to the Nets so they could sign Cam Johnson mm-hmm. because you took the dead body of Joe Harris. Dude just doesn't somebody, do anything.
4: That's somebody you could have right. used.
2: You signed Monte Morris. He saw what a mess this was and like, you know what? Yeah, I'll be back two weeks before the deadline. With the worst quad injury in history. You just traded him. You paid Marvin Bagley and then had to bribe someone to take him with two second round picks. Mm-hmm. Think about the offseason this guy had. Oh, and your owner went above your head and baited the most expensive coach in league history. One problem. Pretty sure he doesn't want the job, yet he's here. That's really hard to work your way around. Oh, and also drafted guy who has the same shooting percentage from three as Stevie Wonder, Asur Thompson.
4: Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play?
5: Fantastic. Well, I got to read this text. Omar in Dearborn Heights says, not sure why you guys are complaining. I just realized if I play my cards right, the Pistons just traded for my son.
4: David, where any of your kids? Where are they It's
5: possible? Okay. They can don't we, like the sport, but he could be a late bloomer.
4: Do we need I am about to say, do we need to move him up in eligibility or
5: no? We're good. We're okay. right
4: there at that line. Yeah, no, we're, we're good. Well, which family are we talking about?
5: Oh, come on, now. You did
4: once say you had nine
2: kids. Ah, ah. Th- that's your words. It's not my fault you played a role of radio Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep up with your happenings. Why don't I just tell you about John Jensen,
4: Xavier Tillman?
2: All right, I have a question, and it applies to all fans and all sports. And it's really, you know, what? It's not a. It's a, I need advice, and I have to go outside the family for it because Rico's too close to it. David's just downright spiteful. But it doesn't matter if you're a hockey fan, football, college, pro, you name it. I have a situation that I'm struggling to deal with. And it is the following. How much patience should I have with a legend? How much grace should I show? How much bleep should I put up with? See, the legend in question, I I don't need you to care about the team I care about. The person I'm talking about is Tom Izzo. Michigan State basketball is totally irrelevant. Fourth straight year. It's just nonsense. It's a bad product. They are no threat to win the conference or national title. Uh, and it is a poorly constructed roster. It's a coach who refused to use the portal. It's a coach who recruited freshmen who cannot play. Uh, kept the wrong people around. Didn't go get the right people. I really don't care. Every guy on that team's making good money. And yet, I'm looking at a dude who should be driving a tractor playing 20 minutes a night. Shout out Bob Cooper. The point I'm point I'm making is it, it doesn't matter. It could be Gary Cooper in a coffin. You get the same thing. The point I'm making is I'm told but 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 he's a legend. I'm told certain people will tell you he gets to stay as long as he wants. I can only tell you I have never subscribed to that. You are you are graded upon what you do, not what you've done. And what you've done buys you a certain amount of time. That the body of work is so good that at the first sign of adversity, of course you don't bail. But the way I view it now, and this will be the controversial portion of this, four years in today's sport is the better part of ten years a yesteryear. The sport moves at lightning pace. Programs can be built and crumble in a four-year span. Programs can, look, if UConn wins a national title this year, which they have every right to think they can, especially with Klingen back, their starting center. You go back to back, you win three titles in a seven-year, eight-year span. You're Villanova. Right. So, and look how fast Villanova went from cat's ass to just ass. Four years, Michigan State basketball will lose north of 50 games. I find the product unacceptable. Last night, they went on the road. Complete collapse. Tom didn't do a good job on the sidelines. Players didn't do a good job on the court. The whole product's reprehensible to me. But how much patience should I have? Now, I have arrived at a point at the end of this four-year clown car. I'm done. It used to be, shout out Rico Beard on this. Four years, I went to a Final Four. Every four years, death, taxes, and MSU putting a banner up. Now, I feel like Kenny, the Kenny Holland era,
4: just doing it for the streak, man. What streak? Like being some 11 seed is fun? Because he's now the number one name up there since Kansas got hit with the uh, probation. And since Gonzaga probably won't make the tourney this year. Yeah. So look,
2: I I want advice whether you're a, a hockey fan, basketball fan, baseball, how much time and patience
4: am I supposed to afford a legend? Because I'm out of it. I think it's a personal decision, Mike, is how much equity has that legend built up with you? How much joy did that legend bring you? So that's why for some people they're ready to move on and other people are like, well, wait, wait, wait. But I remember – and then they start bringing up all the times. Remember when you counted them out years ago and then they rose up and they went to the final four? It could happen here. You know, it's January, February, Izzo, and it's the, this is where his legend comes oh. in. It's how much equity has that person built up with you? And when you look at this, I, I think what you said was very true. The game has changed in four years because four years ago, there was no NIL. There were really... The portal wasn't like this. You could transfer, but you had to have a good reason to transfer, or you had to sit out a year. Now you can move players around, so it's free agency. You know what? We need an athletic big man. Let's go find the best one at a smaller school like you did with Tyson Walker. And you went to Northeastern, got him, and he's flourishing. I don't know if, if this is what he wants to do. If he was actively going out there and getting transfers, but it w- it was failing because of bad scouting, it shows me that he's willing to change. He's just got to get better scouts. He did go get transfers. He got Joey Hauser. He got Tyson Walker. And then all of a sudden he stopped. That's where the problem well, it's is. A bad, because-
2: it's a bad franchise. If I view it like a pro franchise, think about what you just said. And again, guys, this is not a Michigan State basketball topic. This is a sports topic because at one point or another, you've had to usher a legend out. What Rico just said, though, this is specific to MSU, is they're a bad franchise. You just said they need new scouts. They need new front office people. They need new staff. Who's in control of all of the things that you just talked about? A, you're damn right. It It is at his feet. I don't subscribe to just, hey, look, You could be the greatest radio host in the history of the earth. You start to have bad ratings books, you don't get to stay as long as you want. You're
4: taken out to pasture. But, Mike, here's as you would like to say, I'm going to say the quiet part out loud. Okay. Because for a lot of people who don't want Izzo to go, you don't want that rebuild season. If you don't believe me, Michigan football is about to go through that right now, where Harbaugh's gone, you got a new coach. And now you gotta kinda go through the weeds because you don't know what's gonna happen and how long will it take to get back there because you picked the wrong coach and congratulations, you just got your okay. own
5: But we went through it before. We went through it before because we had to push a legend out. It was time for Loy Carr to go. Everyone was passing us by, right. especially Ohio State. Offensively, everyone was so far. How from did where that we work were. out for Michigan? I get that. And I and I understand some people will be leery to let a legend go, but when take, they're not doing years? when they're not doing things that today's game is doing, no, no, okay. But hold no, on, no, can no, I, can I, no, I,
4: no, 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 real quick. I and that's what I'm saying. But I think for some people, when you look at that saying, man, ooh, if we get this wrong, 15 years, and we could be irrelevant, or we just dance with the devil that we know, and at least we'll go to the tournament okay. and have a chance. So here's a here's a fun exercise. If his name wasn't
2: Tom Izzo, he'd be fired. You go to Michigan State and lose 13 games a year, and your name is not Tom Izzo, you don't make any meaningful next tournament coach, runs. Yeah, if the next coach did that, yeah. Just like fired. they tried to run Tom out his first two years because he made the NIT, and he wasn't Judd Heathcote. It was Tom Fizzo, right? Mm-hmm. The point I'm making to you is if you view MSU as a blue blood, like you view the Red Wings as a blue blood iconic franchise, like, hey, Dan Campbell's starting to establish the Detroit Lions, Tom Izzo in a four-year span is going to lose north of 50 games at MSU. 50, There are a 500 team in the Big Ten. His successor would be fired. So I it is not that.
3: wrong
4: for me to be tired of this. Uh, I, I, I can't argue that. But like I said, it, it built, goes back to how much equity have you built up, how much goodwill, and if your successor comes in and right out the gate falls on their face, yeah. yes, you're fired. You know what part of my spite is? I'll tell you what the spite is. It's the sport, not Izzo. The sport, and again,
2: not a college basketball topic, but specific to what I'm bringing up, players all get paid. I don't have to be nice to you. I don't have to care about you. No, that's fair. And I don't have to sit here and wait for you to perform because I know the reality is Rick Patino landed in Jamaica, Queens and flipped 11 of the 12 players at St. John's, and they're probably going to the tournament. Now, no great shakes, not a great team. The point I'm making is what rebuild. MSU's already gonna lose 12, 13 game. What rebuild? MSU's won one road game this year. One. That's 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 obscene. So I would love to know from the people whether it's any sport in your life, how do you ush, how do you how much patience do you have for a legend approaching 70? And am I a bad
4: fan? Because I'm largely out of it. It has nothing to do with the man, it's the product. No, as a matter of fact, Mike, it's funny because uh, the fact that you are this passionate about it, I think it shows that like it or not, you're still in that foxhole. You still care. Like for me, I kind of I've accepted this team for who they are, and I think that's more stunning than me caring. You
2: not caring is shocking because that program is near and dear to you and you love hoops and you love going and you love being there live and you go to the the, the money ball thing. For you to tell me it's apathy, that should be more jarring to people in that program than
4: me just being a horse's ass. Like y- you to be apathetic—that's a problem. Rico. I just, I just accepted this team is only going to go so far, and people were like, "But I think," I was like, "Guys, once you accept the fact that best case scenario they're a seven seed in the tournament, or they could be an eleven seed, or even in the playing game again." Oh wow that's who they are right that's and that's garbage they'll but they'll they will gonna they'll, they'll make the tournament but it's not gonna be great and maybe you escape the first game only you're you get to play kansas congratulations here let me help you with how that game goes <laughs> you are nine seed and you won against the eight and now you're playing yukon you know i don't have a drop for that all right to the people
2: how much patience should you have with a legend? Odyssey.com Rewind. We've covered the Pistons, did some Super Bowl stuff. Obviously, tomorrow and Friday will be football heavy. Um, but Michigan State's program to me, is is it's in tatters. It's the Red Wings, the late years. It's stale. It's boring. I don't like the assistant coach pool. Uh, the recruiting. Don't show me rankings. Show me players. I mean, ooh, did you see Cohen Carr dunk? Cohen Carr can't play basketball.
4: Going car can't shoot a jumper. Can't shoot a jumper? And that's the thing. Can't handle it. Can't pass it. He can drive to the basket. He can dunk. He can block shots, but they leave. When you have him out there with Matty or Cooper, three on five. It
2: is. You're basically the Pistons. Two, four, eight, five, three, nine, nine, seven, nine, seven. So we're rapping about it. You don't have to care about MSU hoops. It's a sports question. How much patience and how much time do you afford a legend? Let's go to the people. Go to Ben ninety seven one. Benny, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on? How are you? Good. What's on your mind?
6: Well, you know, I, I'm right there with you. And, you know, when it comes down to a legend, I'm I'm a huge Michigan State nut, but you know, you can only last so long. And if you look at the, you know, I kinda I go back to when Jaron Jackson and uh Nick Ward were on the team and Izzo put them on the bench and they lost to Syracuse. And I think with the new way in this new day and age with the transfer portal and everything like that, I just don't think Izzo is up to, to that grade yet. And I think it's time for, you know, when if you put any other name, like you mentioned, if you put other any other name in that conversation, you're firing them. And, you know, I don't want to go there right now, but, you know, I, you put them in the, in the talks with the Pistons right now, which is a whole nother grade, but, I mean, what more really have they done?
2: Uh, listen, I'm hey, you don't have to convince me. All right, Ben, it's four years now being irrelevant. It's four years where they are not a part of the national conversation. They don't win big games. They don't win the conference. They don't have NBA talent. And, you know, look, the portal thing, it's a thing. I mean, let me give you an example, all right? And, again, Tom Izzo decided I'm going with my guys. Here are the elite portal players. So, obviously, Hunter Dickinson, number one. Max Amos, the kid who was at Oral Roberts, but he's now at Texas. He's a stud. He scored 25 a night. Caleb Love, he's a bit of a ding-dong, but he's he's good. Look, tell me if this guy would have helped MSU. A wing like Harrison Ingram, who went from Stanford to North Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you go up and down this list, and it doesn't just have to be the stars. You can find
4: players that can
2: help you. Like We don't have that. And, and it's because and that's Tom what you refused
4: need. it. Right. That's what you need. is it, Because with Tom, I, I mean, he's become extremely loyal to these players. So if you bring in transfer guy, Mike valeni transfers in, you're not trying to hear Oh, you're going to be on the bench and you're going to be backing up Malik Hall. Like, but I, Coach, what if I beat him in practice one-on-one? Do I have to back him up? Well, yeah, because he's been here for a while and he's a captain. Well, how about I go to another school? I don't want to do that. I know. No, I know. I mean, like another. Well, grade, that's why I said, if, if, if that's uh, the case, go get somebody from a group of five school or division. Two, that's what Tennessee did. Who's just happy. Okay. You know what? I, I, I get a real facility. I get to fly on planes. Forgive the game. me. The kid's name is Dalton
2: connect. Yes. But he's from like the Colorado school of gems and mining. And he's now going to be the SEC player of the year. Yep. All right. So like you didn't use the portal. You didn't get better. Oh yeah, MSU couldn't use a 6 wing that can put it on the deck and spot up and shoot and drop twenty a night in the SEC. And he saw it firsthand in that exhibition
4: game at the Breisen Center. Yeah. Oh, they played them last year. Oh no, this year at the beginning of the year. Oh Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah Tennessee. It was the game where they didn't like everybody filed out. The rest didn't keep stats, but yeah, he lit them up. Awesome, uplifting. All right, let's go over to
2: Eric ninety-seven-one. What's up, Eric? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Good. Good. What's on your mind? Yeah. So, Mike, I'm I'm
11: right there with you, and same with you, Rico. I'm kind of at the point of apathy. So, I was at the game last night, and you know, watching the Michigan State bench, it it almost seemed like Izzo's bum coaches were more energetic and involved in the game than he was. He just it almost seemed lackluster-ish beyond to the point of what he truly is. And it it just wasn't him. Now I'm not saying he's lost it. And maybe part of me is and this goes to answer your question, my uh Mike, on the patience level, maybe part of it me is in denial that it is going this way, given that he is such a legend. And I don't I don't want it to go to the point where I kind of felt with Antonio where hell, maybe if they do lose, maybe if we do lose that streak, maybe just maybe that again the change the way he operates probably not but Eric I, you know I what
4: feel like I think it would be just the opposite I think it'll force him to double down and show I'm not going out this way this does work uh- Larry,
11: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I I mean Rico you're probably right in fact you are you're you're most certainly right just knowing knowing how the guy operates and I love the guy and hell I'm a happy alum I'm a proud alum and you said it after he's gone, I'll happily to contribute to the statue fund. Hopefully his statue looks better than Magic's. But it's it, it four years is at this at this world of sports, in this world of sports, four years is quite a long time, especially when you are a Hall of Fame coach and your Big Ten record over that span is basically five hundred.
2: Right. Like you, you just start to recognize if you change the name on the office, the person would be let go. So at what yeah. point do we get to have that conversation? I mean, you know,
4: D'Antonio didn't get that long. No, not at all. So you you know I, Eric, he got yeah he got two years after that 2017 when they went out to the Holiday Bowl and you thought okay 2016 was a blip on the radar. We're back. We're not back. We stink. Decidedly not back. Two four
2: eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. David, are we getting anything on Ticket Text on this? I can well, keep going we're, with it. a little
5: bit here. Um, we all love Izzo, but it is time to move on. Someone's saying you can look at Bill Belichick for an example. He was bad. Four years is all you get now. Time Izzo needs to go. That yeah. is from Jim.
4: That, that's actually a good point. Because Belichick is you know, he, he was a legend. He did everything, and then all of a sudden it was like, Okay, Bill, that's some, yeah, you know what? This well, you know, part of what changed? Bill Pretty assumed
2: life. more power as the years went on, to where Belichick was the entire football office. He was the GM. He was the head scout. Remember the famous thing? Oh, here's Bill Belichick scouting some kid from Middle Tennessee State in the rain. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is he wasn't good at all those things, and the sport changed. Well, what has Tom Izzo been asked to do that he wasn't asked to do a decade ago? He's got to be an agent. He's got to be a scout. Concierge. He's got he's to do it all. Got to do it all. And the people around him, I think, are failing him. That's not a big-time staff. Okay, right here, right now. Mark Montgomery going to get a coaching job this coaching cycle? No. Who's getting a coaching job there? Doug Wojcik? Who? There's no big-time assistant there. This cycle? Nobody. nobody wants your people. So it is a total failing. And I just, I'm sorry, but I, I, I Michigan State basketball, to me, is a blue-blood program. Act like it. Well, part of acting like it is, Tom, here's the deal. You don't have to go anywhere. Uh, but you're going to wipe out your staff and uh, you're going to wipe out this roster. You've got all the money in the world. MSU is well-heeled at NIL for hoops. All right. I don't need to tell you the types of cars these players are driving. They got the cash. Go get me some players.
5: But let me read this one. Cause it's not just a timezo topic. Someone uh, Derek and Brighton is saying, when I started hating Joe Dumars after he was my favorite player as a kid, it killed me. But, he had killed the franchise. That's right. And we had to let him. Do go. you?
2: Re- this is the one thing I want people to realize. Because the college thing, people get emotional about Harbaugh, they get emotional about Izzo, etc. Joe Dumars guided this franchise to six straight Eastern Conference Finals, equivalent of the Final Four in college. Am I right? He was on heat check after 06, 07. heat check. The demands for him to be fired was a two-year-long refrain. Joe Dumars won a championship here. Joe Dumars was Detroit. Joe Dumars built a championship team that should have won, two. I know today's the 20th anniversary yeah. of
4: Rashid. Big shot, Bob. The point is, Joe Dumars wasn't afforded some endless runway.
2: No,
5: no he wasn't. wasn't. And,
4: and I agree with you, Mike. Like I always thought that Laval Jordan should have been on this staff. He was a head coach. He would have been hungry. He was a butler, right? Yeah. And he would have wanted to get back to be a head coach again. He would have did everything possible, but he would have been a fresh pair of eyes. He would have been somebody that didn't know the MSU way and would have questioned things and would have said, what if we tried doing this different? Why not be so predictable all the time and let's mix things up? No, instead he's doing TV for Fox. So that that was always a guy for me. And I know he, he was at Michigan, but... Yeah, I don't okay. care. Hey, shout out Peacock because nothing
2: says Big Ten like <laughs> Josh Passner, Jordan Cornett. Right? Oh, what? <laughs> I had to explain to somebody who he was. How about the broadcast last night? You know, MSU's got four legitimate
4: bigs. I looked oh, over yeah, my and, and they now announced all of them. I it looked over sad.
2: my wife. I said, "You could duct tape all four of these bigs together. You wouldn't have one legitimate big." These announcers just say whatever they want. They just make things up. Four legitimate bigs. All right, David, a few of the ticket texts. I'm sorry I was late, people. Rieger was badgering me to give him several college basketball picks tonight. It's it's starting to tread a line for Mr. Rieger. Mm. David, what do you have?
5: Someone says it's not March yet. Leave Izzo alone. Okay.
2: Okay. Just a serious note.
5: MSU needs he, to hire Drew Valentine.
2: Oh God, Rico sending texts again.
5: Yeah, it, I, I recognize the number. Just didn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's hire another coach who can't get his team to 50 points. Uh-huh. Have you watched Loyola? I uh-huh.
4: have.
2: Then you know, they still build, and they're going to lose to George Mason tonight. He is still Keep it going. Building.
5: Uh, Someone says, I love the Black History Moment. Wondering if DJ called in today to talk about it.
2: He did not. We honored DJ as a part of Black History Month, and he did not call the show. Amazing. I'm sure when we get the Super Bowl talk going on Friday, he'll call.
5: Or he just hates us because of it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Someone wants to uh, get a picture of Roberto. They really want to see what his beard looks like.
2: Nope. Just nope. look at Ryan Day. Yeah, it's, it's bald Ryan Day. That's what we're working with currently.
5: Roberto's beard's looking like Billy Mays, they say. Yeah, <laughs> yes!
2: Billy Mays here. Do you know who Billy Mays is, Kenny? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Roberto for OxyClean. Rest in oh, peace to, to, to the goat, Mr. Billy Mays.
5: Oh, man. Is Ryan Day working at the station now? Blackbeard Roberto, Scott yeah. and Carlton.
2: <laughs> he is. If Ryan Day doesn't beat Michigan this year, he'll probably be joining us at the ticket soon as well.
5: <laughs> by the way, speaking of, did you see the announcement? Nick Saban will be on ESPN now, hired by them to be College Game Day analyst.
2: I guess. I just don't need it.
5: I wait, are, are they, they losing don't... anybody? It doesn't say yet. It no. just they announced him because they want to start using is it him for certain... draft coverage right now. I
4: was about to say, is a certain person coming back?
5: Don't know yet.
4: Yeah, I got a few people we could classify as budget cuts. Okay. Bring, <laughs> oh, right. Bring back David Pollock. I'm in.
5: That was the wrong move. Getting right. rid of him? Like, yeah. right,
4: wait, former athlete, one needs to go. The other actually brings content. Right, Desmond
5: collects
2: a check, David Pollock unemployed. Huh?
5: <laughs> oh, Mike, you are right. I am also tired of hearing, well, Tom brought us a natty. That yeah. was over 20 years right. ago, people. 23
2: years ago. To Who put cares? It in, to
5: put it in perspective, uh,
4: I think they're going to get Cleve's son in another year. Oh, okay, I'm done. And it, you know, it's possible that if his son wins, that was the last time, not just Michigan State, but the entire Big Ten won the national title. Well, blame big head Matt Painter for that. He's had a couple of teams good enough to do it. I him? don't know where where he finds seven-footers, but he just does. Uh, answer, uh, Canada. And when he gets them, he doesn't let them leave. No.
1: <laughs> They're how, there for life. How well, many teams have gone to the national title game from the Big Ten to, to erase Michigan State being the last one to win it?
2: Michigan Ohio twice. Ohio State.
1: Indiana State with once. Mike Davis went one time.
2: Illinois. Wow, good call by him. Illinois, Illinois. Yep. went, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's like,
2: yeah. You've had that chances. MSU um,
4: went
1: back. Well, oh, that's right. They Here, did. The North Carolina. And they got smoked by Carolina. That's yeah. The team point. had five first round. And picks. Ford's field. Six. I six. believe, six. My, I believe he, there were six. You negative son of a bitch. You are not running a Hall of Famer out of town. Damn it. I will stand in front of okay. you on this. How much patience should I have? Honestly, for Tom Izzo, and I, I've always uh, respected and enjoyed okay. Tom Izzo. Right. Stop no, the no. preamble. Just answer the question. I think the runway is—I won't say endless, but it's pretty two long. Years. I, I say two years. Cool. At
4: two years. I think he's seventy-one. If it hasn't happened, he wants a second Natty. We all do. Yeah, yeah. If that's not going to happen happened by then. But, but, I gotta oh, think. Okay, at least say this then.
1: Whatever he wants to go, he can go on his terms. I mean, it can't be ten years. Yeah, but what now. are his terms? That's see, what I, I want. I
4: get so sick of it. But see, I, but Wojo, well, I think that. I'm saying, speculating about two years because now he's got the grandchild and he's got different priorities in life. Oh, and he, he might be ready to, care. he might want to, and be ready to go. Coach basketball. Rieger, not everybody hates their child. But guys, you, I know, love oh my child. My God. <laughs> what are you talking about, I'll
1: take that back immediately. No. No, Don't that. No no no, no. No, 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 no.
5: But you know who Ojo he is. Stop. What? You know who you're oh, a star a bleeper. Oh, yeah, he is true. He is. Oh, Dude. No, no, no. So <laughs> that's why you're saying it's about time. Uh-huh. I let
3: you F me so many times.
1: Hatchet, no, you don't know this? Nobody knows this. But Wojo walked up to Miggy after his last game at Inside. Comerica and begged him to come back no, another no. year. No, no, I am a star bleeper because I really do think that's what makes sports interesting. I'm going to massage my com- Legends. Stars. Who lose 13 games a year.
2: All right, what's coming up on okay, your show? Okay, but a lot of
1: them are really close. Like last Don't. night. What? We're, we're going to celebrate Tom Azo. Yeah. We're going to talk about the Flintstones and some uh-huh. of his great teams. Uh-huh. Should, and out of respect for Tom, should he get a buy into the Final Four this year?
2: All right. I, you know what?
1: We got Paul Davis calling up at 630. <laughs> well, I yeah, Mike.
4: I, I'm sure he'll be very verbose. I told Mike <laughs> that like he's going to get potentially a lot of the old players' kids coming up in the next great. three. Our program
2: years. is now reliant on former players' sperm. Hey, hey listen. Awesome. It, awesome. It, it worked. Cleaves. Uh, Torbert and Andre Hudson. It worked with
1: Michigan. They went all the way to the national Where's title Marcus game. Marcus Taylor kid. Well, you know who's going to have a crap load of them? Xavier Tillman. <laughs> His son. Phil, <laughs>
4: All the, right, fill the, right. the whole team. All right. Well, by that time, Tillman's kid will be that second round pick that Troy Weaver will get. Okay. Oh, oh, big trade. We're going to get into all the Pistons trades oh, today. God. Whoa,
1: were they wheeling and dealing? Read something. We'll talk to everybody tomorrow. Wow.
9: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?